I'll, I'll be your uh, correspondent on the streets. It's gonna rain! <laughs> it's windy as hell! It's like, where's your dog? I haven't found it yet! Morning, we're on uh, episode 111 of the TryGames.net podcast where we talk about video games and lots and lots of gay bashing and racism because that's what I'm about. Hey, we got two two minorities here. I don't want y'all here. Who them? Who them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't respond to that. <laughs> oh, wait. They're, they're three. I'm a minority too, so I'm a hypocrite. Oh, well. Okay. Who them? Oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought you was being George Double. You. He uh, was. Okay. Nah, that, that that was a really poor impression of me. This this one's slightly better, but not that good. No, I, I can't do him. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave, doing pretty good. I'll leave that to Caliendo to do good impressions in the really shitty show. Because <laughs> he, in my estimation, his impressions. I like his impressions a lot, but his show is terrible. Like mm-hmm. the first time I, well, at least it was like uh, last year when I was watching it. It was just like, uh, still dude, on. just. Forget yeah, the show. It is. Second season. Forget yeah. the show. Just get on stage and just do impressions. Just do that. You know what? <laughs> you you might be knocking a future guest, so you better just hold off. On that. Oh really? <laughs> oh, His really? show is going to be a future guest. His show. His show Him. is going to be a future guest. No, he's fine. His show sucks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Al. Yep, that, that's me. And then there's like, Tony. That. Yeah, not me. Whose Skype message says, "This is why we play chicken ball inside the house." <laughs> I love chicken ball, and at, mm-hmm. at the same time, I hate it. Tony, what have you been playing since you missed last week? Uh, we are eager to hear from you. Okay, so uh, yesterday, I went and I said, "You know, enough is enough. I worked enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. I worked enough. No, <laughs> um, I'm tired of this shit. I ha- I haven't been playing games. What's wrong with me? I'm a game player." I have let to get me, out let there. Let me guess. You played some Genesis games. Oh, no. no, no Thank no, God. No. You no, played no, some no. more Hardline. Just, uh, no, <laughs> no. 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 away from that. So I went and I did the Russian thing. I bought a new game to me that has been on the shelves for like a year. How's oh, that no. the Russian thing? <laughs> I don't understand the Russian thing. Uh, well, you know, they're, like, behind in the times and stuff like that. What's new to us is, like, old to them. You know, well, actually, what's around. new to them is old to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I went and I bought, uh, you know, God of War, Chains of Olympus. Awesome. On my PSP! Oh, my God. Not only is he not playing a Genesis game, but he's playing a PSP game. Exactly. A PSP wow. game that is pretty good, too. Yeah, it's very good. Oh, my God. I got up to um, Helios, uh, Helios's Chariot. And mm-hmm. it's just, it, 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 I mean, really, they know how to scope this whole shit. And, it, it, oh, my God, I just can't believe on this little piece of shit PSP that, they, uh, that they're that they able to, like, scope things the way they did on the fucking, uh, you know, the PS2. Like, yeah. the, you know, the cinematics, the, the, the you know, the scrolling, the everything, just in the distance draw, everything is just so fucking fantastic. And when I'm walking to, towards Helios, uh, Helios's uh, chariot, I'm like, oh, my God, this is fucking beautiful. I just can't. I, I, I walk back and forth. That's all I did for an hour. <laughs> Ready, Ready at Dawn is is apparently a really talented developer. Uh, they, uh-huh. they did a lot. I, they did that, and I, I think we, we were discussing this a few episodes ago. I forgot. 
about what. But they did this, and then they also did um, Daxter, which is like you know the Jack and Daxter spinoff. Yeah, uh-huh. and they're 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 really good. And I think they also correct me if I'm wrong, Al, but I think they also did the Okami port to Wii. Uh, I, I think it was them too. Maybe so. Yeah. I don't but, know. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're really apparently a really talented developer, and then mm-hmm. you know, so when they said that they, you know, they're gonna focus on consoles, that kind of upset me because like I like to see how they were able to translate stuff to the, to the to the PSP because mm-hmm. they're doing a really good job. But anyway, so it, but wait, I think it was them that said that they're not making any more PSP games because they right. mastered it. Yeah, that's what it. That, they the, mastered yeah, that's it. They didn't master it. Well, actually, they probably maybe did. they did. Yeah, maybe they did master it. Um, look at God I of War. do see lag. I do see lag in a game. Like, there's um, sometimes when I do my combo and I do the, uh, the you know, the chain smash, the god smash, or whatever the, whatever the fuck. A little you know, bit you of framiness? The... Hmm? A little bit of framiness? Uh, oh, not a little bit. A lot. It's oh. choppy as hell. Oh, it might you know, be from Especially the when it's top-down perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, like, they, I mean, maybe that's the machine's limitations. But uh, if they say they mastered it, oh, wait a second. and that's not their fault... Tony, mm. Wait, mm. do you have the old PSP or the the second gen? No, old. You have the first the the PSP. Yeah, fat, yeah he has the old one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if the the new PSP has more memory to handle that because I experienced that on a very 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 small scale, like okay. not to the degree that you're experiencing it. And it could be because my PSP has more memory. I'm not talking that like it held up a minute, but I'm talking about like um. Like you know, whenever you'd pull least... off that combo, you'd see it go. T-t-t-t-t-t. Well, not whenever. It's just when it's top down and it's like oh. close quarters. Okay. Okay. So like um, that just goes like, gotcha. You know. What's... <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, what it does. Who does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it does that. But like um, maybe they did perfect it. I think the game is fucking fantastic. Of course, I haven't finished it. You know, I just bought it yesterday, but I've been playing it like, uh, you know, I had to go to sleep yesterday because I was fucking dead tired. Mm-hmm. But like I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, shit. Let me play more. My God. I was like, you know, and, and like the, you know, the boss, uh, the first boss that I face, which is like going to probably be bullshit by, you know, by the time I finish this game. You know, the first boss I faced, I was like, oh, my fucking Lord. Oh, my I God. can't believe I'm seeing this. You know, I, I oh, did my that God. stage like three, sta- oh, three times before I got to the second stage. Yeah. Because it was oh, so daddy, good. Oh, daddy, give me a credit card. I got to go shopping. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, but I'm like seeing it. I'm like, wow, they really fucking did a lot on this game. And I'm really impressed. I got to say, I haven't. I'm, I'm glad to be back in the games. Yeah. Hey. The um apparently they pushed like the PSP's uh, processor is usually locked or like people usually um program for it at uh, what's the what's the what's the number I think it's like 266 megahertz numbers are unimportant but just to okay. show you the scale of it so it's 266 megahertz for the processor uh-huh. in general. Ready okay. at dawn went to Sony and was like, guys, can we you know kind of overclock it and push it to 333? Mm. And they're like, uh, they're like, yo, dude, look what it looks like if we do it. Uh, sure, go ahead. So they they really did push the limit. They did. They did. Yeah, they're uh, like, they're like, screw this. We're gonna overclock it. We're gonna make it run faster and hotter, but it's gonna look like incredible. And they, yeah. So like when fantastic. when they said that they're gonna, yeah, when they said they were gonna push it like that, I'm like, wow, that's ambitious. I think. I also, um, sorry. No, no, go ahead. 
No, 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 you go ahead. I was going to say that Vicarious Visions did the same thing for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 on the Game Boy Advance. Mm. Um, they, they overclocked the, the Game Boy Advance processor in order to get the 3D. Because it's, it's a 2D game, but like <coughs> because it's based on like Tony Hawk, which is very, you know, I guess I guess they had to do a lot of calculations <laughs> to, to make sure that like your tricks went off the ramps and the obstacles like the right way. All that math needs to be processed, so they were like, Game Boy Advance, go! Power! And then they, you know, they overclocked <laughs> so. But yeah, the, the lengths that some good developers will go to to just, you know, push shit is impressive to me. Hey, listen, I appreciate it. I really do. Um, I also bought another game that, uh... That uh and, uh, again, being Russian... <laughs> I bought the game of the year that was the game of the year last year, probably. Um, what was it? Do you know? What's I do. Do you know? Yes, no. Do you? No? No? What What year was Call of Duty 4? Oh, that was last, last year. year. Yeah. Aren't I Russian? What the fuck? Hey, I don't have <laughs> well, any I didn't, I didn't so get it yet, so... I don't have I'm game... Ruski. I don't have game either. It's okay. <laughs> and people it's still playing da. it, too. Yeah, Lots Squeak of people toy. play online. Very, very popular <laughs> game to play online. Is is very mm-hmm. good. <laughs> Revolutionary <laughs> multiplayer. You get online, you get smacked up ass by hey, fish. Hey you, <laughs> hey you. Yet, non garvish kubruski. Whatever the fuck. What? That means. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. My name is Vitoli. Um, How can I be of assistance? So uh, yeah, I bought that, but I haven't played that yet because uh, I have to test another game out on my 360 first because I don't know if it's gonna give me the Red Ring of Death because my loving wife dropped the dropped fucking it. three. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm not gonna open this game yet until I find out if my uh, 360. Do you do you out. have a demo disc hmm? from anything like? Do you have a, any demo discs from a magazine? No, I have a or disc whatever? in there. That's the problem. Okay. Oh, you know, wait, so, there was uh, a disc in there when it dropped? Uh-huh. Oh, that's not tasty either. Yeah, oh, it's that, not that's, tasty that's at all. Dropping sour. it is one thing. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, dropping is one thing. So, now, if I plug it in, and as soon as I plug it in, it says, no. I'm, I'm just going to tell it to buy <laughs> No. <laughs> Give Microsoft a call and be, yo. It's probably Bill Gates' voice, too. It's like, no. No. <laughs> It's over 65,000 terabytes. Boom. That's right. You don't need MS-DOS. So, um, <laughs> you know, if it says that, uh, I, I'm going to have to call it quits and tell it to buy me a new one because... Uh, no, dude, just call know. Microsoft and be like, yo, Red Ring, give me a new one. Well... Well, if it's uh, the Red Ring, cause it, right, it could right, be right. the other Red the Ring. The Red Ring. Yeah, well, it's also the, the Halo the, version. Yeah. Of which you're going to ask me if I bought Halo, and yeah. I'm going to be like, uh, no. Yeah. And it's going to be like, ah, enjoy our Halo Vision, thank you. Well, the <laughs> we three flashing red lights is general hardware failure. So okay. maybe if she dropped it and it caused the general hardware failure, you will get the three flashing red lights. So it's nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have you been playing? Final Fantasy IV for the DS. Um, is it, has it been all that all the time? This, the the only time I actually got to play, which was like what um, Wednesday and like today. That's because it's so hard that you don't ever want to get off of it. You know, you're playing it and you're like, I want to play another game. No, I don't. I want to beat this guy. Not even. I've just worked so goddamn hard that I can't play anything else. Uh, <laughs> um, I well, all right. Game. I did play something else. I played Portal Aha! for like ten, fifteen minutes yesterday. Of what? I didn't hear that. Portal. Ten, fifteen. Portal. Minutes. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I actually. You're doing the Russian Swatters. thing now. Yeah, kind of. 
Um, this is the Russian cast. I'm yeah. completely not. <laughs> Russia cast. Portal, downloadable content. But um, I, I don't hate you. I opened a portal in the ceiling and the floor, and I just kept uh-huh. falling through it, trying to get the uh-huh. terminal velocity achievement. The achievement. Yeah, achievement. Yeah. You fall like 30,000 feet, you get achievement. <laughs> so uh-huh. what I did was I started falling through it, and I got it to the point where I didn't have to like move, and I could get up and go right. somewhere. So I was falling through the holes, and I went and um, organized some of my shirts in my bedroom, and, like hung them up <laughs> and stuff like that. I kept checking on it, and I was about to go and uh, like wash dishes and whatnot. I think it took about <laughs> ten minutes of falling through that hole multiple yep. times before I got the achievement. After uh-huh. I fall down this hole, you will die. And um, let's see. Right uh. now, I am. Oh yeah, I just Doctor Luge. No, I was talking about Portal. I, oh. I, I beat Dr. Luke. Um, oh, look at I'm, you. In, in Final Fantasy IV, I'm about to go into Tower Babel from Eblon. So, I just got Edge. Okay. <laughs> Cecil's level 50. And Oh, shit. Uh, I, I wasn't even trying. But yeah, the, see, that happens naturally because you're like, I need to buy this weapon. I no, can't not even it. that. I, I haven't even I really saved. Yeah. I have like 130-something thousand gil. I haven't spent money that much at all. I'm about to nice. go and get the membership. Oh, in Troy. I, I, I still need to get that. Um, and, and I have two porno mags. <laughs> I, I, two? They, it, yeah, I, one is behind the, the throne in Eblon Castle. Um, they call it Ninja Sutra. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one in the inn in uh, the cave. When you go into the, the quote unquote village of Eblon, you go into the inn. It, the first dresser in between the beds, there's another Ninja Sutra. And, like, I saved it and then I read it. And basically what happens is that it fades out and it plays the Kakobrana song. And yeah, yeah. He reads it and he's like, he's like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> and then it fades back in. Yeah. I, I thought that something, like, something else was going to gonna pop out. But, um, like a pants, it is. Pop out. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get that one. Yeah, that I remember the cover tasty. of this game is it's T-rated. So, you know, yeah. it's not T for titty. Uh, but I want to get the membership hey. to see what what's behind the the membership room. But I want to have enough guild to be able to, like buy shit afterward. Um, Go into the developers room too. Isn't that the wait? Where's the developers room? The developers room is the one that was hidden that was taken out of the U.S. version of uh, Final Fantasy II. It's not and the then mem- when you go not the one with no. the membership. I think the membership was in Troya, right? Yeah, that's the one with the, the like develop- the backstage with all the yeah. the dances. Yeah, the members, uh, the developer room is actually like a hidden room. I think it's somewhere in, it's somewhere in the dwarven castle. I forget exactly where. Hmm. I I actually had to go and look it up just because I wanted to see it. Uh-huh. But in the original version, it was just a bunch of develop uh, of like um, sprites that that were named after the developers and like, hi, I'm Fushigiri Sushi, <laughs> and I worked on the graphics programming. <laughs> and they, you know they oh. You know, they say shit like that to you. Like, oh, I'm Nobuo. My name is uh, Uamatsu-san. I did, you know, I can't think of this new music. Can you help me out? You know, so it's it's just a little little Easter egg. But they start fighting you in this one. Oh, shit. They're like, I designed the combat system. Tell me how you like it. And you start fighting. (laughs) Um, Let's see now. Other than those two games. You've been um, been playing the whitest boy you ever knew. Well, yeah, whitest kids. kids, uh, You know, that's like the story of my life right now um have like 20 tapes to do over the next few days um haven't played my wii haven't played my ps2 
Uh, last time I played my 360 was when I played Tenchu with you. Um, ah, yes. Uh, that's it. Oh, and I played like one minute of Xenogears. <laughs> oh, another minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the game progresses. Only because I was updating and I wanted to make sure that my um my conversion thing yes. works still. Right. Right, right. Um so that that that's it. I have a very boring video game week, but You are boring. Uh oh I, I do definitely want to say that I beat Doctor Luge, the 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 <clears throat> robot version with just Kane. And oh, because was, by that point, everyone else was dead. Well, yeah, because uh, he did some stupid shit. He hit... No, I did some stupid shit. I cast Kuraga on myself, trying to heal myself. And right before Kuraga was... came off, he did reversal gas. Oh. And uh, basically, Kuraga hurt me for like 6,000 each person. But Kane was in the air. And then he landed, right? So then he did... Um... <laughs> Damn, Ruski. <laughs> um, <laughs> then he did reversal gas again and hit me with some shit. But I hit myself to gain my life back. Oh. And then I jumped, hoping that that was going to be the last hit. And it was the last hit. Oh, okay. And I got 50,000 XP. So, wait, so when you jumped, the, the reversal had just worn off. Uh, when I jumped, yeah, the reversal had worn off. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. I had that, was a, that was a mighty big risk to be like, be like, you know what? I'm going to stay in the air, and hopefully while I'm in the air. No, um, it'll run out. Hopefully I won't heal Whoops, him for I was 5,000. Like, oh, forget it. Just turn it off. Yeah. Let me just... Oh, oh I wonder what would happen if you self-destructed in reversal. You would heal yourself and then hurt... Heal him, heal yourself, well, and does, stay alive. Well, does self-destruct do damage and then kill you, or does it just kill you outright? Uh, it does damage... It does your life's damage to the person, and then you die. Okay, because I was going to say, like... Uh, it, it might use the same logic as like a life spell in which it doesn't work, and you try to use a life spell on yourself, and it doesn't do anything. So I don't know. Uh, uh, try it. Yeah. I, try I, it. Please, I pass that buzz. I'm not going. It's back. a magic spell. Try it. I mean, I. Uh, <laughs> I was looking forward to fighting Rubicant. Now I'm like, uh, <sighs> this game is hard. <laughs> Rubicant's easy. You, you hit him twice and he's dead. Yeah. No. Of course not. Really. Not. Um, I know he'll hit me twice and I'll be done. Yeah, actually once. Yeah, we, uh, nice, nicely cast. No, not really. Not really. I know, not, not really. That. He's not that moving good. Yes, on. really. Yes, really, but no really. Goddamn, moving on. Your face is moving on. Keep on talking, Al. Um, okay. Now. No, don't. I know. It's Opsis <laughs> Day. That means I do. Austin, what have you been playing? It's Day. I have been playing nothing. Let's move on. No, I'm playing a lot of shit. Um. I've been playing Legend of Kage 2 for review. Uh, GameSpot sent it to me, but somehow my building routed it to my sister's apartment, so I went a week nice. without it. Mm-mm, and so, nice. like, my review is going to come in, like, a week late. They know, but it's just, like, I'm just frustrated because it's like, um, why did you send it to my sister's apartment when it clearly says my apartment? They must have seen the name and been like, oh, he's upstairs, and put it upstairs. It's retarded. Um, <laughs> but do you remember the original Legend of Kage in the arcades or the NES? I've only what, seen pictures Legend of it. Uh, I thought of it as Legend of Cage. Yeah. Yes, that's because we're American. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so um, you're you're speaking prona- uh, you know exact I'm... pronunciation. Think of me in the projects. Speak from my project people. <laughs> Do you remember it in your case? <laughs> Shang Tsung. Yes, of course. And I remembered that while the demo was going in the arcades, you can play for free. <laughs> <laughs> that's a project arcade. Yep. Now, what did you think of that old <laughs> arcade game? 
Uh, I thought it was okay. I, I love the, you know, the differentiation between attack with the ninja stars and defense with the sword and stuff. Because that's what I u mainly did. You know, when you jump up in the trees and, you know, uh, shurikens are coming at you and stuff, just block it with the sword. Sure and then attack! Can. Attack! Yeah! Here you go. You know, <laughs> um, it was great. Uh, I liked it. Well, for, for some perspective, I, I went and I played the NES version again and realized how shitty it was. Oh, uh, damn. How <laughs> terrible the game was. It's just like, damn, all you're doing is just running going, all ching, being ching, fucking ching, Russian ching, today. Ching, ching, and like <laughs> jumping up and, you know, it's you're just jumping. And I'm like, this is kind of stupid. It, it feels clunky. Kage 2 is like that, <laughs> except it's not bad. <laughs> um, it's actually like, it, graphically, obviously, they, they made it look like a, like a good-looking Super Nintendo game, obviously, because you have to do that when you're in the Nintendo DS. Um, uh -huh. It, you know, because he jumps so high, it's two screen. It uses both of the screens vertically, mm. kind of like oh. Contra does. Okay. So you, you know, so so the jumping is pretty good there. Um, you can do wall runs up walls. You know, you can you can uh, you can formulate different magic spells, which is which is kind of cool. Though some of the spells end up being useless. Um, okay. <clears throat> I think the problem that I have with it is that it gets way too repetitive. Um, and so it's a game that you can't play, you can't marathon through. And as a portable game, I don't think it's meant to be marathon through, so it shouldn't be a problem for most people, but, like, uh -huh. it's, it's, it's something that's risky when you're a reviewer and you have to keep in mind that, like, okay, I'm marathoning this because I have a deadline, and I right. hate this. But then you have to step back and be like, actually, it's not that bad because you wouldn't normally play it like that. Um, okay. So in short spurts, like, if you play, like, a level a day, it's, it's fine, it's fun. And it kind of gets, like, you know how in the original Kage, the whole, for me, the whole draw was... If you were good enough, you could just basically run from right to left and slash away and never stop running. You could just keep on going and going and going and going because there's no collision detection between you and the enemies. And when you hit an enemy, you don't have to stop to hit them. You can just because like a Ninja Gaiden for NES, like when you slash, oh, yeah. Ryu stops. Boom! Like he stops, Boom. right? And in <laughs> Castlevania, when he sl when he slashes, he stops. So in this one, like you know, you can keep on going and going and going, and so. Mm -hmm. The game is at its best when you're running from left to right and they like a whole bunch of ninjas are coming your way and you just like you just run right through them and and you just kill like a whole bunch and they have like a little combo meter in the corner that like if you if you um <clears throat> if you can hit uh enemies a, a kill not just hit but kill enemies in successive fashion like within a certain amount of time I think it's like once you hit an enemy you have like uh maybe three seconds to hit another one before your combo meter continues to go up. So if there's a whole bunch of people, like, running at you and you manage to, like, take them all down, like, that combo meter goes up to, like, 5 kills and 10 kills and then, like, 15. And it's 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 that kind of, like, fighting game aesthetic where it's just kind of like – or God of War aesthetic where it's like, ooh, I just got to get right. more hits. It's it's pointless, but you look at it and you're like, I got to get a higher number. And right. so it kind of goads you that way. And at the end of the level, it's like, oh, you you did, like, a 65-hit maximum. Oh, you get bonus points. So it's it's like that casino mentality of more, more, more. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, Kage 2, pretty fun. Not an outright recommendation if you're like a marathoner so far, but I gotta. I, they're two different characters, so I gotta see how it plays with the second character. Um, I was also playing uh, Mega Man 9's Endless Mode because mm. I downloaded that. Um, there's the. It's basically. Have you have have you played that yet? I haven't played Mega Man 9 since the last time I talked about it on this podcast. So you haven't downloaded Endless. Okay, so the Endless Mode is basically. Um, random rooms pieced together, mm -hmm. so it's not just um, it's not just like okay, we're gonna start you off here and then you just keep on going. Right. It's random rooms, so every time you start, you get a different set. Right. Um, and you start off at the teleporter, and you have a, a, a themed room that spans for between like three to seven screens, and then um, 
and then you hit another teleporter at the end of those screens, which sends you off to another themed level. So you could be going from a water-based level into a lava level. <laughs> like, right right back and forth, like, successively. Um, <clears throat> and it's... it's it's. I guess it gets to a point where you will recognize all of the rooms at some point, and that's how you'll learn how to master it. Because like I was like the first time I went through, I died on like five screens. Yeah. Second time I went through, I died at eleven, and then the third time I went through, I died on twenty three. I'm like awesome. I got to twenty three screens. Fourth time I died on like the fourth screen because it was a totally new stage and I had no idea what to expect. Ah. And not like the other ones weren't totally new either because they were, but this one was totally new and really hard. Hmm. So, um. They they do replications of of the old Mega Man's. It's pretty awesome. Like sometimes the challenges are just you know get through the room and kill all the enemies and to, and then you progress to the next screen. Some of them are like spike pits. So and then some of them are disappearing blocks. And so I went from a Heat Man level. It was almost an exact replication of the Heat Man stage. Hmm. Um and complete with the one up at the end of that pool. Oh nice. I will tell you. Try to get that one up. Something <laughs> interesting happens. Oh, um okay. And then um and then move from that into Flashman's boss stage, you know with the with the kind of um with with the stairs, yeah. with the stairs. I don't know how to do it. With the, yeah, the little like, it, like like hill thingy in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and it was just regular enemies there um along with like wall crawling enemies. I I can't remember exactly, but it, there were enemies there and that's all it was. But like the fact that you know you're like, "Oh, I recognize that." Yeah. Is is it's pretty cool. Pretty pretty um, cool. So it's it's definitely a fun mode. It's definitely frustrating when you get to the point where it's just like, um, where it's where you get really really far and then like one little tiny thing kills you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a spike or something. You... Or, uh. or you're going through and like you're taking out all these enemies, but you're also taking a lot of hits and you're down to your like last three slivers of health, and then like you face an elephant and you're like, I know the elephant takes 15 shots and you hit him 14 times and then the ball hits you and then you die. Uh, you know? Yeah. Did you um, fight fake elephant, man yet? Yeah. Which man? Fake man? No. Oh, no, okay. Didn't yet. I heard about him, though. I didn't take a look at him, though. I wanted to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then the last thing I played was yesterday. Um, it was a very last-minute thing. I was going to go to my friend's bar to, to you know, just to visit him and, like, you know, get some drinks with, with another one of my friends. And then Ron, who listeners might remember from 47 Communications in a, a couple of episodes ago, sends me uh, an IM and says, Joe, where are you? Are you in New York? This is urgent. And I'm like, uh-oh, something hmm. happened. And I'm like, yo, what's wrong? And he's like, I'm trying to invite you to this Capcom event. That's why he called me. I was like, knock the fuck out. And I was like, huh? And so he tells me to go to 1089 Broadway in Brooklyn, which on the outside is, is, is a deli looking. It looks like a rundown deli. Mm-hmm. Bordered up with newspaper. Okay. And it's, you know, he says, yo, a Street Fighter Club. I'm like, all right. So there's a big line. It doesn't go around the block, but it spans like halfway down the block. It's eight. Th- it started at eight, and I arrived at eight thirty. So I assume that like half the line was already inside, and that's why I didn't go around the block. Mm-hmm. And I call him, and he comes out, and he gets me inside, like in front of everyone else. Awesome. Um, I, I'm getting the stink eye, obviously. And I go in, and like there's a little, there's like a, a shitty ghetto ass TV on the counter with like a Super Nintendo and Street Fighter Two. It's one of those old like rabbit ear TVs. <laughs> so nice. And then there are a bunch <laughs> of Capcom representatives, like you know, handing out like name tags and and you know, my markers to write your name on and like sign in and everything. They have this rule sheet that says. No gouging, no shiving with, with makeshift weapons, no slapping, no punching, no hitting, no biting, no electrocuting, no unplugging, and then finally, no move lists. No move lists. So I'm like, huh. <laughs> and so I walk inside, and 
it's the, the, it's basically like a cleaned out deli that's been turned into like a night spot. And so there's a DJ playing hip hop in the corner. Um, there's a really shitty Street Fighter animated movie playing on the ceiling thanks to a projector. Um, there's Street Fighter <laughs> 2 graffiti painted on the walls. There's Jason Allen, a PR rep from Capcom, who was um, on the Age of Booty preview on Giant Bomb, trying to make sure that they didn't get too drunk, and he failed because they did get really drunk. <laughs> um, and there was uh, there was Ray Jimenez from the Capcom Unity blog kind of wandering around there telling people about the games. There were two screens for 360 playing Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix, mm-hmm. and it looks really good. Like, you've seen videos online, but until you see it in person running on an HDTV, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. It plays fine. Like, I don't notice any diff- any real difference in between the, you know, regular Street Fighter 2 Turbo and this one. But, it pl- but you know, basically, the an- like, for me, Gideon actually also showed up. Mm. But for me... I would have showed me, up if I was awake. If you were awake, yeah. It, it it uses the same frames of anim- not the same frames of animation, but like I think this near to the same amount, and so that kind of preserves the gameplay, if mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. It, like it preserves the way it feels, and it, it's a for me it was a little bit jarring at first, in the sense that you got this really crisp looking um, sprite. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. The backgrounds look really good, but the animation is at the same level as it was in like 1992, which is not to mm-hmm. say that it's bad because it was it was great for its time and it still looks fine. But it's just it's a jarring thing to see for me at first. Mm-hmm. And then when you play mm-hmm. it, it's like you know what they had to do this and it looks fine. It looks it, it absolutely looks fine. It's definitely something that I will get as long as you people get it online. Um, oh, that's fine. I'll probably it, uh, get it. The, just yeah. you know to get it, and then when I get an HDTV eventually, I'll be able to enjoy it. All right. And I'm sure I'm sure it'll look good on on SDTV too because like they 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 did the whole thing where they where it looks more like an not like an anime but like you know it gets that it, the characters are outlined in black and it looks really crisp. Oh, they cleaned up. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Basically, and the characters are huge. They take up like half the screen. God damn. Um, vertically, and that was like the big draw for Mortal Kombat back in the day. Oh my god, these characters are big. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, but the game sucks. Um, <laughs> let, let me ask you a question. Um, do they uh, did they add moves to this they game? Added, like, do you I have think, your? I'm uh, sorry. According to uh, Ray Jimenez, mm-hmm. um, and and according to a video that I saw on One Up maybe a couple of months ago with David Serlin, who is one of the lead uh, design consultants on that. Um, also, also a very well known tournament player in Street Fighter tournaments. I can't remember if they actually added moves, but I know that mm-hmm. they took away some cheat moves and they rebalanced others. So okay. there's some there's some moves that are easier to do that should have been easy to do in the first place. I believe one of like the things like fucking Zangief, Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know about that, but I know that Seth um, Seth Killian, one of the world's best players, uh, mm-hmm. was telling me that Fei Long's three hit combo. You know the thing where he mm-hmm. goes wah wah wah, and like he kind of elbows you in the gut the first move. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do Hadoukens three times in a row. The um the leniency on the timing is much easier. Kind of like how Guitar Hero to Guitar Hero Two had the notes, the note timing is easier. They, they open up the windows for the inputs, a little, so it's easier to do that move. Yeah, they said uh-huh. they made a lot of the moves easier to do. Yeah, yeah. So, so like you were saying, Tony Zangief, maybe it is easier to do. Um, mm-hmm. I think moves like the uh, double flash kick, or as they call it in the projects, the double blade kick. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, That's exactly what they call it. They do fucking call it. Like I know people that yo, you do the blade kick, son. I'm like. The, I'm like Stupid. I'm like what's the, I'm like what's a what's a blade kick, <laughs> and then they do it. and I'm like oh flash kick. Like I I had this one friend who called um 
and actually, I don't even know if he's from the projects. I just thought it was funny. He called the uh, Street Fighter Two Championship Edition. He was like, he was like, I need to get back my Street Fighter Two King tape. <laughs> what? Street Fighter Two King? What the fuck does that? Okay, first of all, he says Street Fighter Two King. Second of all, instead of cartridge or game, he called it tape. A lot of people so call like, them nice. tapes, and I, so, yeah, I hate I it when they say that. Yeah. He's like, he's like, nice. he's like, man, I had to go uptown and get my Street Fighter Two King tape back. I'm like, what the fuck is? Well, King? maybe he was talking about like somebody videotaping how the game played, and that's how he plays the game. <laughs> he just like, wow, I did that move. I'm a king. I didn't even do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and, a king. and again, like this is totally like <laughs> I'm off, the king off. of Pro This is totally tangential because I don't even think he was from the projects. He just called it the Two King tapes. I know but, somebody uh, who like is like not from the projects at all. Um, wouldn't uh-huh. even be someone who you describe as being associated with projects, and uh-huh. she calls uh, games tapes, even if they're discs. She calls them tapes, <laughs> and that's, and it's also funny that, that um, she she calls joysticks and controllers paddles because her mind is like just really like stuck how Tony calls the, it uh, handles. Atari. Yeah, everybody has a different lingo. Yeah, uh, paddle is crazy. We need to set up a, a, an Urban Dictionary game division so we can just, <laughs> like, joysticks, paddles, handles, controllers, game pads. We'll call it Game Bonics. Game Bonics. Well, shit, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so um, they did tweak that stuff. Um, the, uh, what's it called? Oh, yeah, I, I already said the character sizes about half the screens. Yeah. Um, right. They, uh, obviously, you want to get a joystick or another 360 pad because, Wow. Uh, that D-pad, so no as bu- no bueno. Um, <laughs> but um, then that was the upstairs, and there were two kiosks for that. Downstairs were four or five kiosks of Street Fighter Four for the console. Really? Uh, now it's a, mm. now the arcade cabinet's already in Chinatown Fair, but t- tonight tonight last night was the so-called debut of the console versions in America. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is going to come out winter. Here, I should hope so. I should hope so. Okay. Um, and thank God the default configuration was what I used. It was jab, medium, and fierce on the um on the two top face buttons and the and the right bumper, mm-hmm. and then short, forward, and and roundhouse kick were on the bottom two face buttons and the trigger. So um that was um that was that's like the configuration I used for 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 Street Fighter Two Turbo on Xbox Live. So it was like it was like whatever. Um, but they, you couldn't change it, and that was a big thing. So I was wondering, like, what happens if someone comes in with a different configuration and they don't know how to play it? So, but whatever. Like, like me. Apparently. <laughs> I yeah. have to adjust. Yeah. Justin Wong was, like, in the back corner playing, and he had, like, a 35-win streak. It was Justin <laughs> Obviously. Wong. Uh, one of the top tournament players. Oh, okay. I, uh, a, one of the best in the world, I think. Um, Seth Killian, like I said, was there, and he's also one of the best players in the world. Um, he was also He's also a consultant on the project, I think. Um, and I think... Sanford was there, but I'm not sure. G- Gideon said that he heard, he overheard Seth saying that he was there. So basically, there are, there are three of the best, two or three of the best Street Fighter Two players, or Street Fighter in general, Street Fighter players in the world in that night spot, mm. Play, like holding court on this one kiosk of Street Fighter Four, um, and just watching, watching him do, you know, uh, get 25 wins with Sakura and just uh, 35 wins with Sakura and just you know, kind of. Wow, just watching that guy. Like, I think he was the guy who was taken down by Daigo in that famous Street Fighter 3 match with Chun-Li and Ken. Oh, really? That parry fest when he parried the entire lightning kick yeah, super. Yeah, yeah. Um, or or uh, some people may call it 100 thighs, I don't know. 100 thighs. But, um, <laughs> I never heard that. I just made that up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like, he he was he was there in holding court. So, 
I got my hands on it for a little bit, and I was afraid that it would feel like Street Fighter EX plus Alpha. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, oh. <laughs> because because it's polygonal, right? And so the jumping kind of looks herky-jerky. You know how AXS Alpha has that weird-looking jumping where it's like it, it kind of accelerates to the peak and then decelerates when you land? It just looks weird, okay. the jumping in that game. Um, and it looked the same way when I, when I was watching it, and I'm like, fuck, I hope it doesn't feel that way. But it really feels like a, a tuned-up, crisper, more impactful, which is not a real word, but more impactful version of Street <laughs> Fighter 2. And it feels really good. Um, I got my ass handed to me by some guy who who learned how to do the focus attacks, <laughs> um, but but and no no actually Gideon got his ass handed to him the second round. I uh, I came close both rounds but didn't quite get there. Um, mm-hmm. I I picked Honda, which was probably a mistake because I'm decent with Honda, <laughs> but I'm you know like every like like ninety percent of the world out there like I'm I'm much better with Ryu or Ken mm-hmm. or or or, uh, or Goki or Akuma or however however you want to say call his name. the Hadouken brothers. Yeah, and so when yeah the Hadouken brother. So whenever mm-hmm. I don't want to like be part of the crowd, I'm like I pick Honda, mm-hmm. um, and that's like you know that's a big mistake. Either you don't want to be part of the crowd or you want to win. So I decided that you know because I was gonna go to my friend's bar afterwards anyway, I should just make it quick and die. So I picked Honda. I couldn't do his uh his headbutt. Really? Oh, I, you and couldn't. I, and I think it was the controller because Gideon said that he couldn't do. He he was having a lot of trouble doing Balrog's moves because he chose Balrog. Mm-hmm. And See, he was ha- that's. That's the thing that I'm asking. Did they change the moves? I mean, or or did they change and add other moves? Well, Street Fighter Four, yeah, Street Fighter Four, they yeah. changed a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, did they? But add they, I don't think they would have. We didn't see there. Yeah, but I don't think they would have taken away Honda's headbutt. You know, they left. They they, they're leaving all the old moves or all the popular old moves intact so that you don't go mm-hmm. in blind. Mm-hmm. But like, I couldn't do it, and I think it was a D-pad because, like I said, Gideon said he was having trouble oh. doing. Balrog's move. D-pad. He okay. got he got it to come out once, but he was having trouble doing it. Um, nice. I had more success doing the thing where where Honda flies up and then lands on you with his ass. So yeah, um, okay. the butt smack. Yeah, the butt smack down down two seconds go up go butt smack. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't have a chance to test out the focus attacks and canceling your special moves in and all like that. That's what I wanted to really try, but I kept on getting wailed on. So I'm like, I got I got to try to win. So, but yeah, I'm definitely. Getting that, of course, guessing that if you guys get it because it's not as fun oh, if you don't get it. Get and it. People, but yeah, we're gonna get it. I'll still yeah. get it. Yeah, and you have to get, get your get account it? online, Tony. Hey, Al, you're gonna get it. Most likely, it's true. Most uh, likely, if I ever get, yeah. Most if likely I ever get means. Online, hey, listen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just not <laughs> like fuck you or yeah. shit you about it. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I, I got to talk to Seth. It was pretty cool. Seth is actually modeled in the game. He's like one. He's like the last boss. Really. Um, yeah, so like, so when I first saw the screens, I was like, Seth? They named the dude Seth? That's kind of odd. And then like, and then I heard that I was like, oh no, it was modeled after like the champion. And I'm like, oh. Nice. And nice. so then Ron was like, yo, 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 I got to get you, you know, to talk to Seth, you know, interview him. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was just like, me and him were getting, were chatting with him about like what he thought was the most significant tweak in Street Fighter 2 Turbo Remix and 4 and like what was, you know, what, what kind of techniques like people are starting to use now. And it's, it's. It sounds really intriguing because you know how in Marvel vs. Capcom 2 you can interrupt your super moves with another super move? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like the, fo- the whole idea between focus attacks is like you hold down the two middle buttons and you start <clears throat> to do this. Sorry. I think it's unblockable. I think it's unblockable. And when you do a focus attack you la- and you're, your character's kind of winding up, someone goes in to hit you and the focus attack absorbs the first hit. Only the first hit. So if you're quick enough, like you can do a focus attack. And this is what happened to Gideon. 
um, the dude who, who we both lost to was playing Sagat, and he was doing a focus attack. Gideon went and punched him in the nuts. But <laughs> but Sagat was still in his focus animation, and after Gideon punched him and nothing happened, Sagat then, like, stunned stunned Gideon's car- stunned Balrog and just kept on going. So the focus attack is unblockable, and I think it knocks your, your dude back. And so when you when you get hit with it, they can follow up with a super or some other kind of combo while you're kind of stunned in that state. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of like Street Fighter It's kind of like Marvel vs. Capcom where you can interrupt stuff, but you can interrupt your own focus attack to be like, if you're doing a focus attack and someone hits you and you absorb that hit, you can, uh, you can interrupt that by dashing backwards and then doing a super move. So while they're still in that animation frame of like hitting you, you can catch them while, like, right then and there. So there are all these possibilities for like interrupting shit, and I again I didn't get to try it out, but that's why you buy the game, uh, which I'm going to do, mm-hmm. and hopefully they will come out with a joystick for the 360 that works because I'm not using this goddamn D-pad. Yeah, because you know they too they... bad they didn't know Sagat was neutered. <laughs> that's why it didn't affect them. Um, exactly. They're coming out with a, a arcade stick for the Wii for Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I'm it like, looks wow. pretty good. Yeah, they already have one actually. They already have. They, they re- Hori already has an arcade stick for Wii. Oh, so it came out when Street Fighter Two came out on the Virtual Console. Oh yeah, so. okay. Um, I have an X Gaming arcade stick, but obviously with Microsoft being bitches about you know controller connectivity, they don't have an adapter for it yet. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? Let me check. You can't just I USB it. No. No. Nope. The X Gaming for well, first of all, like <clears throat> I don't think you can just USB anything. Um, unfortunately, which sucks. Um, and secondly, it doesn't have a USB connector. It goes actually no, it does have a USB connector. It just doesn't yeah, it just doesn't do it for 360. Like you can't just plug in anything. If it's like a standard USB device, like a keyboard or whatever, I think so. But I don't think you can. I don't think, for example, I could plug in my Logitech pad. Can I ask a question? No. Yes. What's up? Um, why are they making a joystick for the Wii? Because they're coming because... out with uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom for the Wii. Um. Why can't you use the Wii controller as a joystick and have a side thing as buttons? Like, you know, a six-button controller that connects to the Wii handle and you use the Wii handle as a joystick? I, I mean... Because I'd rather... I'd personally rather have a joystick. I'd rather have a joystick, I know too. you would. I know you and would. And a lot of people like... who actually play fighting games would rather have joysticks. Because, like, if you... The, the nunchuck... Uh, no, I'm not going to use the nunchuck to, 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 as my joystick. Well, let's just put it this way. If they put a six-button uh, six controller that hooked up to the Wii handle and it controls precisely, okay, and you could lay it on your lap and just move the way you want to and just uh, – wouldn't you want that? No, because the Wii joystick the, – the, I'm not going to play a fighting game with the analog stick. No, no. He's talking about All the right. Wii remote. Oh, the Wii remote? Wii remote. That's I'd, even worse. Yeah, if I'd rather – if I'm going to <laughs> – yeah, if I'm going to have six <laughs> buttons on my lap, I'd uh, rather have a full-blown joystick like they're coming out with. Like All if right. you you know if you want to play with a joystick in the arcade and and you want that experience at home, there's no way I'm gonna settle for like a Wii remote combo. That would be that would be good. That's what you want. Yeah, that could, but I I just wanted something that would capitalize on the Wii remote's uh you know uh capabilities and I, I you know if I mastered that I would be the fucking man. It 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 doesn't work for a fighting game. It wouldn't not not unless right. you're talking about like a new age some kind of new this this is like this is talking about old two D fighters. You know, uh-huh. yeah. for an old yeah. 2D fighter, I'm not going to use the Wii remote. Okay. You, you know, there's no way. Like, you also can't like, tap the um, the the Wii remote. You you have to well, constantly hold it in your hand, or you're going to drop it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think what he was saying is that you'd hold the Wii remote and then you'd lay the button, lay it on your on your thigh. 
you know. Right, and, exactly. And if they came out with that, that's cool because then it gives people the option to use it, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's just that like they probably are more focused on the the hardcore segment that's probably not going to give a shit about a, uh, you know, the D pad like that. Who would go out and buy a joystick anyway? Who if they right. haven't already bought a joystick for a Street Fighter Two on Virtual Console because one already okay. came out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I don't have it because I have my X Arcade stick, which works with that too through the Game Port, GameCube port. So, but um, yeah, uh, joysticks. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, um, I just need to clear my nose out. Pardon me. Nice. <laughs> oh. oh, terrible. Oh, awful. Oh, come on. Plumbing. My... I could, sm- <laughs> I could hear the oh, boogers. Oh, come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Talking. Come on. What is he showing Evelyn this? He's like, Evelyn, look you what I did. Look at my boogers. <laughs> no, I was talking to you guys. Uh, oh, come, on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, Street Fighter news. No, we're not. We're, we're done with Street Fighter. But um, Jack Thompson, like we said, we're going to be hearing back from him. He, we're hearing from and him. And Jack Thompson. Jack Thomas. On GamePolitics.com, here's the headline. <laughs> Jack Thompson whines about Game Politics, the ECA, Kotaku, and the kitchen sink in court filing. Here's what it says. Nice. It must be awfully difficult to be a disbarred attorney. What do you do with all that free time? If you're Jack Thompson, you file court motions. Thompson filed one of his more bizarre ones today. It's another one of those picture books filings Picture book filings, this is from October 21st, that the disgraced attorney has taken to submitting in recent months. Apparently capitalizing upon his free time, Thompson has taken the trouble to paste in snaps of GP volunteer comment mod E. Zachary Knight. GP editor. Oh, ga- GP is Game Politics. Duh. Okay, so he's, he's complaining against uh, Game Politics volunteer comment moderator E. Zachary Knight. Game Politics editor, which is the person who wrote this article. Which is uh, I can't see the name. There's no byline. Okay, Hal Halpin, the head of the consumer group, the uh, ECA, Brian Crescente, Strauss Zelnick of Take Two, and Doug Lowenstein, who is the uh, yes. former ESA boss. His purpose seems to be an attempt to make the case yet again that the video game industry is responsible for his disbarment. <laughs> That's an odd approach, as the most of the <laughs> most of the people he names in today's filing aren't part of the video game industry, and they aren't. They're part of the journalist. <laughs> press, media, not the game industry. Thompson seems particularly upset over the amusing disbarment countdown timer (laughs) (laughs) created by E. Zachary Knight. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's hilarious. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't know about this. I gotta go see this now. It's a Firefox extension. Oh, man. There, it's a Firefox extension. That's what, amazing. Do you see the picture, right? The yes, picture the picture is, is great. <laughs> wow. Okay. Twenty-two days. He's hanging onto a palm tree and like going horizontal because the wind is blowing him away. Um, no, he's hanging onto a bar. He's gonna be this far. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, but awesome at the same time. I'm gonna download that extension once it once the podcast is over. So, 
But uh, oh, you guys out there will see the link to this news piece, which has a link to the countdown timer. But I think by the time you downloaded the episode, um, he might be disbarred already, but it's, it's worth a shot. Oh, Thompson I thought he was writes, already disbarred. 31st. No, no, 22 days. Oh. <laughs> 22 days. Thompson writes, If there were any doubt as to the core purpose of this disbarment instigated by the video game industry, note, the Jack Thompson disbarment countdown clock is at the center of a commerce-driven lynch mob. Oh, God. This court the should grant the emergency free. stay to at least freeze the countdown clock pending an evidentiary hearing on this nonsense. Freeze the clock, huh? It's so clear now. The multi-billion dollar video game industry reached down from its perch on Wall Street and demanded the creation of the free disbarment timer add-on for Firefox. Makes perfect sense. As to my involvement, he writes, quote, GamePolitics.com's operator is Dennis McCauley, who filed his own Florida bar complaint against Thompson for being mean to video gamers. Game Politics ran a multi-part series about Thompson's bar trial in which Al played the, the role of uh, a woman. Davitunis. How are you reading this? No? no. Court transcripts and all. Macaulay pictured below worked with, refer- <laughs> with referee. <laughs> he calls her a referee. Yeah, that was the judge, wasn't it? Worked with referee yeah. Davitunis. Say hi, Dava. Hi. To place court documents at his site before Thompson got to them. And no, so Macaulay uh, writes, it's true, that I filed a par com- it's true that I filed a bar complaint about him in 2006. I've written that about that in the past. The bar complaint certainly wasn't about being mean to video gamers. Game Politics did indeed run a multi-part series on Thompson's bar trial, complete with transcripts. I'm very proud of that series. The assertion about working with Judge David Tunis is simply a lie. Here's an update. Thompson also mentioned that GamesLaw.net has been tracking his court filings. All part of the conspiracy, eh, Miami Jack? Oh, uh, my God. It, uh, if it's public record, anybody could track it. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I don't appreciate you excluding me from my Jack Thompson voice. Well, you've done it so much, I decided to give you a break. Oh, you're so mean. Jack, Jack Thomas! Thomas. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, funny picture. <laughs> great, <laughs> great uh, thing. He's fucking insane, and insane really, he needs uh, brain. he he needs what uh, is called in New York. I don't know if they have it in any uh, any other states. A seven thirty exam. He needs to have his head checked. <laughs> cat scan for Jackie boy. Jack Not Thomas. even cat scan. It's to find out if you're fucking nuts. Oh, he is. And this guy's nuts. Oh, he is. Um, MMO boy. Star Wars, Republic, oh God. Bioware, oh God. LucasArts, yep. Yep. speak. Uh, Bioware, LucasArts announced uh, same day, uh, October 21st, that um, they're coming out with... Well, they didn't announce they were coming out with an MMO. Everybody knew that. Right. But the name of it is Star Wars The Old Republic. And it's going to be a very ambitious MMO to try to target the uh, Warcraft community according to another... Um, news article that we're not going to talk about um but it's set in the time period according to this wonderful article by michael mick apostrophe at kotaku <laughs> uh oh, i'm sorry mick wartor the, um, the kotor universe right uh what the kotor universe right well yeah but uh, i haven't gotten to that i was still in this guy's name um <laughs> i know i'm just i'm just i'm just informing people oh yeah 
Um, they say, while technically not a replacement for Sony Online Entertainment Star Wars Galaxies, which we'll get to, Bioware brands the ambitious MMO set in the time period of previous Knights of the Old Republic games as a sequel of sorts to those games. Events occur some three centuries after Knights of the Old Republic 2. Um, so you can play as probably, I guess, um, yeah, you can play as the good guy in a bad place trying to do good things or the bad guy in a good place trying to do bad things, says Bioware. Mm. Uh, game's official site writes that Bioware has yet to determine playable species and classes and won't reveal what planets from the Star Wars universe will be appearing. Uh, there's Jedi and Sith humanoids and it's coming off a of PC and they were trying to fool around with everybody's minds and say that they were thinking about doing a console release, but I highly doubt it. Um, and that's the end of that. There's going to be a Star like Wars a, yeah. MMO where you get to play a Jedi and only a Jedi. Why can't you be a... Or Sith. Why can't you be a good guy in a good place and a bad guy in a bad place? Because you, it'd be a very boring game. <laughs> no, it won't. Bad guy in a bad place and work yourself off to a good place? And no, fuck that up too? <laughs> but the thing is, if you're a bad guy in a bad place, there's nothing left to do because it's already fucked. No, that's why you have to ascend. You have to raise your stature. By doing what? By killing all the bad guys, being the baddest fucking bad guy, and going up to the good place. And fuck that up. I think that's what they call PvP. Yeah. PvP. They, they call it turning on yourself PvP. <laughs> turning on yourself? <laughs> Free <laughs> PvP. Where Free VP? It, instead of just attacking Jedi as a Sith, uh-huh. you're attacking other Sith as a Sith. Uh, well, any somebody... any Star Wars nerds out there? Can you can you clarify for us whether that would be lore or not? Well, I guess I think it, it, it probably would be. I'm just I'm just would. I'm just checking because I don't know. I mean, it, they're honestly well, no, those are Sith lords. There can only be two. That's different. Well, isn't there you know, some shit it, like that didn't start until like I don't know? I, there's like this whole crazy ass expense. I got I gotta I gotta. Well, yeah, that's true. That probably I gotta didn't ring up my Star Wars really take tumbles. place in Knights of the Old Republic days. We'll we'll have a we'll have a, a star a Star Wars friend of ours um, just get on and talk about this next episode and it'll be the whole episode. Sure, mm-hmm. and he'll, it, it he'll won't he'll be cover, called Tri like, Games podcast. Yeah, he, he'll just be called Star Wars. Yeah. He'll probably cover like a hundred years worth of stuff in like four hours. It won't be on our site. Yeah, <laughs> it just won't happen <laughs> at all. But despite that, galaxies, as Al mentioned, will continue to live on. Um, this is from Ernest Cavalli on blogs. Dot wired a blog dot wired dot com slash games game life game life uh, he says the Bioware's upcoming MMO Star Wars the Old Republic is getting all the press these days LucasArts will not be abandoning players of the first MMO Star Wars Galaxies which Quote, sucks we've learned how important it is we've learned how <laughs> important it is to listen to your, to your community and act on that feedback said LucasArts Tom Nichols at the recent Old Republic press event we have many other features planned to support Star Wars Galaxies we see no reason why the two games can't exist together still we caution anyone who, to put absolute faith in Nichols' words if Old Republic lives up to the hype and the hard, hardcore Star Wars devotees that still play Galaxies depart for greener pastures There'd be no logical reason for anyone to continue supporting the game. You played Star Wars Galaxies for a little while. What is that all about? What, what like, universe? What? what? Uh, Star Wars Galaxy takes place between Episode 4 and 5. Oh, okay. So, oh, so there was an Episode 4.5. Nice. Essentially. Um, so, nice. basically, the, the Death Star had just been destroyed, and... Um, they're out looking for the you Rebels. You mean the second still. Death Star? No, the yeah. first. 
Oh wait, episode four oh, and five. Oh yeah, no, 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 and never mind. Um, and that's really it. I mean, it it sucks. Keep going. <laughs> Why does it suck? Because uh, well, they didn't arrive at Hoth yet. I mean, well, no, it's not even no that. Walkers. I mean, Hoth is in the game. I think. No, no, Hoth. Is, it is. I don't think Hoth is in the game. Um, the planet itself. Um, there were some other planets in the game. They probably did put Hoth in one of the expansions. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing is, what what was so fucked up about Star Wars was that, oh, Galaxies, I should say, was that um, most people really wanted to play the game so they could play as Jedi. Right. And mm-hmm. the when the game first came out, it was absolutely impossible to become a Jedi. Odds are because they probably didn't even flesh out the class yet. It wasn't, like, ready. But they... Oh. You had to be like extremely lucky and find something, and then I was gonna tell you to go on some long ass quest that was even more difficult, and um, you face up against things that can kill you in one shot, and then if you're lucky enough to survive all of that, then you get to, you know, have a Jedi slot in your account. Then everybody oh, was nice. complaining about that because not everybody could be a Jedi, and it was so difficult that only like the top like two percent of people playing the game could actually be a Jedi. That they decided to make Jedi available for everybody, uh, based mm-hmm. on like some data that you can get in your account oh. or whatever. So, so it was like you can't be this. Oh shit! People are complaining. Everybody can be this. <laughs> yeah. So apparently the world <laughs> you... consisted of after that point um, Jedi's and bounty hunters because the bounty hunters. Which made would get yeah. they they kill the Jedi and get money right. for it, which made very uh-huh. little sense according to the timeline. Yeah, but who cares about sense? It was just like you, there's two different kinds of characters in the game, both of which could kill you in one shot. <laughs> if you were anybody else, like if you were uh, a, a terrorist Kasai master, you couldn't even get close to a bounty hunter or a Jedi to hit them. Well, I mean, in addition to that that horrible imbalancing, it also doesn't make sense. That's what I meant. Oh yeah. But um, I know it doesn't make sense. It's just that that wasn't what made the game suck. What made right. the game suck was that um, you really couldn't play the game unless you were a bounty hunter or a Jedi. Like if, you know, my character, when I first started playing the game, I was like a, a pistolier and a surveyor. And like, I would harvest gas and shit and make money <laughs> off of that. That was, that was what I would do like in my free time. I liked your farts. <laughs> And then, there, you know, in order to kill people, I was a master of the pistols, so I'd be, like, shooting people in medium range. But it, it wasn't really all that fun because, you know, while I was rolling with people, like, the, I was rolling with a rifleman. He would be shooting people from, like, deep, and I'd be, like, short range shooting people and stuff. And then there'd be somebody who was, like, a swordsman, and they're, like, standing up to motherfuckers just slashing them and stuff. There'd still be people who, like, as soon as they see you, they look at you and you die. And you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> In Medusa. There are funny comments here. There's, there's one posted by Patrick that says, enough, enough with Star Wars, enough. And then there's another one by Wang Dongqin that says, buy one of Warcraft Power Weathering. Welcome to WoW Power Weathering site. We offer Power Weathering and power... WoW. They, they, their spam filter is off. I don't they even see off. this. It's a, a, oh, oh, Wang Dongqin. I say Wang Dongqin. And then, like, one post after that is Xiao Tan Smile. We offer unexampled and inexpensive services of World of Warcraft Power Reverie, RuneScape Power Reverie, Age of Conan Power Reverie, 
Warhammer nice. Online Power Revering. Also to provide gold, a variety of games, long-term online real-time transaction. And I can do this because I'm Asian. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm going to stop before I get like sued or something like that. Oh, yay, look. It's more plastic instruments. Yay. yay. They love those. The, uh, anybody everybody who's, loves these. Yeah, everybody who's looking at their rock band, rock band 2, Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero 2, Guitar Hero 3, Guitar Hero Aerosmith, Guitar Hero World Tour, Rock Revolution. Um, yeah, that's a lot of plastic. And so this post on Kotaku has the headline, Retailers Sick and Tired of Plastic Instruments. First it was the microphones. Then it was the guitars. Then the guitars and drums. Now it seems half the showroom floor of a game store, not to mention your living room, is devoted to piles of the plastic instruments required for today's music games. Which doesn't leave you or your mother, who has to clean up after you, happy. Same goes for retailers. Speaking with MTV, XS Games have said that when originally pitching their game Popstar Guitar to retailers, it was intended to come bundled with a guitar controller. But retailers, retailers, Walmart in particular, were having none of it, complaining of the, quote, the problem of every single publisher coming out with a new big controller. So X Games released their abridged peripheral instead. Of course, it would just be a sign that retailers are sick of seeing crummy games with large peripherals. But as self-serving retailers, they've got a point. You could fit a dozen copies of Madden in the same, sto- in the same spot you could put one Rock Band bundle. Actually, mm-hmm. more like three dozen. Yeah. I'm, like, this is why I, you know, didn't get the Rock ba- didn't get the, any of the Rock Band 2 instruments yet. And I'm not getting the new drum set. The, I'm only getting new stuff if it breaks, basically, yeah. at this point. Uh-huh. No matter how uh-huh. improved it was. Because, like, when I got the Guitar Hero 3 controller, I was like, this is improved and it feels great, but it's like... Great. Now it's you know taking up more room. Now I can't. Mm-hmm. It's just fucked up because like the, this new, the, that new one because you can detach the neck it takes up less room but it still takes up more room because it's another one and uh, <laughs> no more no more. I don't I, fuck guitar hero world tour. I'm not getting the instruments. I'll get it because my guitar did break and I need another one. But I'm getting it for the for the um, music creation software because I want to make Mega Man nine tunes. <laughs> And I'm tempted to get the Wii version because they have an exclusive mode in there, but no, I'm not. <laughs> because that, that comes with new hardware. Yep, use that, so. exactly. And then you can't use uh, that hardware with the other games that you invite people to your house for. Yeah. Here's the thing. If it feels like Guitar Hero has been feeling in the last couple of releases, uh, I might end up liking it better mm-hmm. than Rock Band 2, just because of the way it feels. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see what happens with that. But um, shh, don't tell Alex. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Tony, on the other hand, has no plastic instruments, so he's happy. Oh, I'm very good. I'm very good. I would like to buy Rock Band 2, though. Mm. Uh, their drums look more uh, realistic. The drums are pretty much the same. I think you might be it's talking about... the symbols. Um, the Ion kit. That crazy-ass kit with the symbols, you mean? Yeah. Oh, that $180 drums? Yeah, that, that definitely looks like a lot more realistic. Um, mm-hmm. Those aren't the standard drums, but those are, those are supposed to be really, oh. really awesome. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, no, that's what I would buy. But um, yeah, that's it. I, I I mean, I saw a Rock Band World Tour, and they have like three pads, Guitar Hero two World symbols. Tour. Uh, sorry, Guitar Hero. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> and they have three pads and the two, two symbol symbols. cones. Um, yeah, no, not buying it. Not. 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 No. Go fuck yourself. E3, <laughs> E3 officially announced, um, and they said it's going to be bigger. Uh, cool. It says, unlike this year's invite-only iteration, E3 2009 will, quote, welcome all qualified computer and video game industry audiences. Uh, this is written by Ernest Cavalli, again, a Game Life blog. Presumably this excludes attendance by the general public. 
bringing E3 2009's attendance criteria in line with the more raucous E3s of old. Mm. Additionally, the show will be much larger than the 2008 event. After polling exhibitors and attendees of that show, E3's planners have vowed to focus on increased booth sizes, increased qualified audiences, and an intensified focus on reinforcing the high-octane growth innovation and captivating entertainment that are driving the computer and video game industry, smoozing speak, business speak, blah, 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 blah. Where's Should we start out in L.A.? L.A. Convention LA. Center. Oh, uh, yeah, let's poll our money. Yeah, I was going to say, should we start saving for this, too? <laughs> uh-huh. Shit, I would. I would, uh, too. I, I definitely am. It's in, Maybe what, I should, June? I should block out some vacation time. Yeah. So, we'll see what we can do with that. Um, but that's E3. Uh, I think, though, that the complaint was that the spend, the expenditure on E3, because it was so big, was just not worth it. And now they're bringing it back? Yeah, because last year sucked. <laughs> it did suck, but it's like, it's like so what? It just shows that like people like Nintendo who are having their own press conferences, that's kind of the way to go. The, the whole reason well, behind the E3 shrinkage into suck mode is because, excuse me, is because they were spending so much money on making it not suck. Right. And it wasn't worth it. Right. And so now they're going Did, right back to it, doing something that's not worth it. Right. Didn't last year's get canceled and nope. they just no, no, no. put it on? Never canceled, just just neutered. <laughs> yeah, neutered heavily. I mean, uh-huh. basically, it was. I guess maybe the reason why they want E3 to go back to the way it was, so that it can get the attention that it got. Because since everybody else is doing their own shit, because E3 was so small, um, uh-huh. all the attention was dispersed. It was scattered. I think they want to be the center of attention again. Who's they? Uh, the E3 people. You know, E3 was like the <laughs> big thing. It, that was right. the thing to do. Right. Everyone wanted to go to E3. Everyone was just like really high on E3, wanting to go out there. Like I went out there, and it was like one of the greatest things that I ever did in 2004. Um, but that was because of the shit that was happening. It was like, you know, the right. DS came out that year. Well, it was announced that year, I should say. So um, the DS and the PSP both. Zelda uh, Twilight Princess was announced that year. Um, the, the PSP was announced that year. It, there was a lot of shit going on there. Um, now I think that if they, you know, continue with E3 being big and fabulous and all other shit, um, and shit starts happening like big announcements, and they save it for E3, then I think that uh, E3 will get its attention that it so desires by becoming bigger again. Right. My my concern is that like they're not going to get the attention because the developers and the publishers are just like, look, we you know first of all we're getting by just fine holding our own events. Um, we went to E3 this year because we wanted to let investors know what we were doing, but we have our own event. We we're, we're announcing the DSI on our own terms. We're not even doing it at the Tokyo Game Show. We're going to do it on our own terms. You know, Capcom has Gamers Days. Uh, Konami has Gamers Days. They have all these events. They're getting big announcements to come out. They're doing it on their own time frame. They're doing it such to like you know let investors know when the fiscal quarter ends because E3 happened way too late this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they get to do their own thing. They get to spend their own money doing their thing instead of like you know spending money to put to to fly someone out out to L.A. Instead, they're flying people in to where they are. Well, I don't. I see. I don't know if that's more money or less money. Anyway, um, they get the, all the attention on themselves. Because I want to show my game. I don't want my announcement being trumped by like somebody announcing the Xbox portable, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I I would love to go, 
And if people would support it, great. I'm just wondering how how successful it'll be to be like, you know what? It wasn't working because we were spending too little money because the shit's too small. Let's blow it up big again. And then they realize, oh wait, it, we made it shrink it. We we made it shrinkaged because <laughs> we spent too much money. You know, or or other people were spending too much money and they didn't like us anymore. Yeah, and maybe so, they're trying. Maybe yeah. either they got them back and they're not telling us. You know that they're, they're really like supported by the publishers, or uh, they're hoping that the publishers will return and bring it back to its "quote unquote" form of glory. Right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, it, money is you know running around these days, and oh yeah, running yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they'll use E3 <clears throat> to announce the PSP 4000 because PSP 3000 not looking too good. Not at um. All. All that shit that that I was reading about the PS3 3000 before, like the better screen, like it's it's built better or whatnot. I was getting hyped for it, and then this shit comes. And out. that's what you asked me earlier, right? Um, if like the lag time was due to that? No, no, no. I was no, 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 no. That's different. This is the third generation PSP that we're talking about here. Uh, I wanted to know if you had the first or second. Because I know you had your PSP way before, oh, like oh, two okay. months ago. Yeah, so no, no. I have first. This is the third and one. And the second looks pretty bad. Third looks what the fuck. Well, the second is better than the first one. They just don't have the comparison shot because it's irrelevant at this point. Oh, okay. Um, but so it says the three thousand model of the PSP. This is from OneUp.com. This is from Steve Watts. Three thousand model of the PSP is receiving complaints from some buyers due to issues with the new brighter screen. The model, which was announced at Leipzig, was sent to have a bright was set to have a brighter screen and a higher color gamut. But a post on the PlayStation forums complains that the screen shows scan lines and interlacing problems. Quote, yes, the color gamut is wider. Yes, the black levels are lower, both of which are good things. But this screen now has what looked like scan lines that were not visible on PSPs before. After other users reported the same issues, SCEA responded to PSP Fanboy, explaining that the issue was caused by the hardware, and so a software fix is impossible. Mm. Installed with this new LCD device, PSP 3000 offers more natural and vibrant colors on its screen, but the scan lines have, have, the scan lines have come out to be more visible as a result of improving response time to alleviate the after-images of the PS3 3000. Since this is due to hardware specification, there are no plans for a system software update concerning this issue. Because it can't be. Nice. Because it can't be. Some users on the PlayStation forums have said they didn't notice these issues, so your level of annoyance with it will probably depend on how much you notice it. Since it's a hardware issue, Sony is probably working to improve the screen for future manufacturing of the PSP 3000. Unfortunately, early adopters may be stuck with the screen issues. So, I'm going to wait. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna keep loving my nice. 2000. Yeah, I don't even know if I need another one. I mean, the 1000, whatever. I mean, the, the yeah, I'm gonna keep loving my 1000. Yeah, Fuck like, that. I mean, <laughs> the screen is good enough. You know, it's not like a case of the the regular the the original DS where the screen was kind of dim, and the light was great, or the Game Boy Advance SP where the screen was the screen was backlit, but it had freaking like, um, the like that washed out bluish kind of uh, feel, and when when the other Game Boys came, when the Game Boy Micro came out, it, it looked a lot better, much better. Um, yeah. So next up, which has no segue, um, Legendary Pictures is in talks to acquire Epic Games, which is a little weird. 
How well does Marcus Phoenix fit in with the production company that gave us 300 and The Dark Knight? Apparently very well, thanks, because now Legendary Pictures doesn't just want Gears of War, the movie, but all of Epic Games as well. Variety, Variety is reporting that the film financier Legendary Pictures have entered negotiations to acquire Epic Games best known for Gears of War and the Unreal Engine. Legendary is also involved with Epic by way of New Line's Gears of War movie, which it's helping to finance. Legendary has also had times to gaming via licensed gaming outfit Brash Entertainment, oh god, which was co-founded by Legendary's Timothy Hall. For those who forget, Brash is basically a publisher based completely on capitalizing on and exploiting licensed products. Mm. In other words, movies. Hence this next sentence. Timothy Tull, which was a co-founder of Legendary, uh, a co-founder of Brash Entertainment, who was all, and, and who is also part of Legendary, recently left the Brash board of directors, directors in frustration after Brash's two, first two games, Jumper and Alvin and the Chipmunks, <laughs> failed to perform. Gee, I wonder why. The attempt to, to acquire Epic shows that Legendary still wants to invest in what they see as a valuable market. They're, the only, they're not the only ones either. Legendary Pictures partner Warner Brothers has also started to invest more money in games, and studios continue to show interest in adapting everything from Max Payne, which I heard was complete shit, to Halo. Should the deal go through and the Gears of War film becomes a big hit, as big a hit as a game, Legendary may find that the burgeoning video game market has become very valuable indeed. I will say this. I had a friend who said he saw Max Payne on four drops of acid and said it was awesome. <laughs> so well, You heard the story about 3D Realms and Max Payne, right? Yeah, he said, like, the head was just, was it Scott Miller? Yeah, Scott Miller. He, he was, was like, like oh, this, he was, this movie he was so sucks. It doesn't even follow yeah. the storyline of the game. It is told so poorly. And then next thing you know, like, oh, it was number one over the weekend. Oh, well, we're very happy that, um, you know, Max Payne is, is such a wonderful movie. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you just shit on the game on Monday, and now it's Friday. No, no, it's the other way around. Uh, you you shit on the movie on, like, Saturday, and then when the numbers come in on Monday... You're like it's praising the game. I mean, praising the movie. Uh, he he probably got hit <laughs> by like some hitman and some doppelganger taking his place. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is weird. I mean, I guess Legendary just wants that cash. Yeah. But do they? Like, I gotta see how successful Gears of War was financially. I'm sure it was hugely successful. But I just want to know what what uh, what all their motivation is. Like, is it just so that they can secure movie licensing properties, or is it also to rake in the benefits from the game development? It's fr- to protect the themselves from Juve Bowl. That's it. Juve <laughs> Bowl making the games and the movies. Oh. What a fucking douche, douche, douchebag. Two, I'm, I'm combining two very vulgar words and saying douchebag. Okay. Console Street Fighter Four definitely coming this winter. If what I played was any indication, um, hopefully that is the case. Um, this is again from Ernest Cavalli from the Wired Blog Network. Cap, uh, the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 versions of Capcom Street Fighter 4 will definitely appear on American retails, retail shelves this winter, the firm told GameSpot. Europe can expect the game at roughly the same time. This vague release window coincides with claims made by Patrick Ayo, the producer of the upcoming Street Fighter... Uh, mm. The producer of the upcoming Street Fighter film that the game would be released near simultaneously with the film, which right. has Chun-Li in the leading role, and it's called Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li, and it's starring Kristen Crook, who is not Chinese. Wonderful. Nice. Capcom has yet to confirm nor deny IO's statement, though the opportunity for cross-promotion seems undeniable. <coughs> the console iteration <coughs> excuse me, of Street Fighter Four has been confirmed to include content not found in the scarcely available arcade version of the game, including additional characters Sakura, Dan, oh. Fei Long, and Cammy. 
Yeah, we need Booyaji. Yeah, Dan's comedy relief. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah, very good. Bring Dan in. Yeah. Dan is Fuckers. fucking great. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, show your picture. Oh shit, getting my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who know how to kick ass with Dan. Oh yeah, and he's just funny to there watch. There are people that will kick ass with anybody, but Dan sucks. Plain and simple, he sucks. He's a challenge. He's intentionally sucky, but like he's not sucky to the point where you can't use him. No, I don't that's think not he's my point. That. Yeah, that's not my point. Oh. My point is, you can use anybody effectively so long as you put the time in it. But on the long haul, Dan fucking sucks. Like in tears, Dan is probably at the bottom. Right, right, right. And that's why I love it because he sucks. <laughs> that's the whole point. <laughs> he's making fun of SNK. Yep. You know, to not have him there is like. It's it's kind of like a tradition. Like I don't I, like personally, I don't use him. I don't want him in there so I can use him. I want him in there so people can use him and, and make fun of him. If they didn't have him in the game, I'd be I'd be a, a less happy man. Well, will they put him in a film? I hope not. No, I wouldn't no, even let's watch just put it. it this way. But still. If they put it if they put it in a film, who's gonna play him? I'm not Some... even worried about the stupid fucking film. That's gonna be a piece of <laughs> Ooh, Christine Crook. We know Ooh, that. Christine every, Crook. Every yeah. listen, every Street Fighter film has been successful so far. So, you know, we got it. Has it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, the I animated, don't recall that. The animated that, one was pretty good. John claude Van Damme one this. was successful. <laughs> yeah, the animated one was pretty good, but not the animated Street Fighter Alpha movie, or this one, or that one before by Steven D'Souza, or whatever the fuck his name is. Anyway, <laughs> oh, moving on past the bullshit, <laughs> online divorcee jailed after killing virtual husband. Uh-huh. This is thanks to my sister who found this hilarious. Uh, this is by Mari Yamaguchi, Associated Press for Yahoo. A 43-year-old Japanese woman whose sudden divorce in a virtual game world made her so angry that she killed her online husband's digital persona has been arrested on suspicion of hacking, police say Thursday. The woman, who was jailed on suspicion of illegally accessing a computer and manipulating electronic data, used his identification and password to log on to popular interactive game MapleStory to carry out the virtual murder in mid-May. A police, of- a police official in northern Sapporo said on condition of anonymity, citing department policy, quote, I was suddenly divorced without word of warning. That made me so angry, end quote. The official <laughs> quoted her as telling the investigators and admitting the allegations. <laughs> the woman had not plotted any revenge in the real world, the official said. <laughs> she has not yet been formally charged, but if convicted, could face a prison term of up to five years or a fine of up to $5,000. Players in MapleStory raise and manipulate digital images called avatars that represent themselves while engaging in rep- relationships, social activities, and fighting against monsters and other obstacles. The woman used login information she got from the 33-year-old office worker when their characters were happily married and killed the character. The man complained to police when he discovered that his belong, <laughs> beloved, belong, beloved online avatar was dead. Before we comment on this, there's this. Dutch teens sentenced for virtual theft on Game Life's Wired blog again by Ernest Cavalli. Two teens have been convicted by a Dutch court of coercing <coughs> a younger boy into transferring items to their account within the RuneScape virtual world, reports the Associated Press. Quote, these virtual goods are goods under Dutch law, so this is theft. <laughs> so this is theft, said the court of its ruling. 
<laughs> All right, try to hold the laughter so I can finish reading this. The 15-year-old, I know, it's hard, but the 15-year-old offender was sentenced to 200 hours of community service while his 14-year-old cohort was given 160 hours. Sentencing teens to community service to, for theft is not noteworthy by itself, but this marks one of the first instances in which an official court has ruled that the theft of virtual goods is tantamount to the theft of actual goods. Does anybody remember our conversation on virtual rape? Yes. <laughs> What is going on here? <laughs> oh my god, this is virtual goods and goods. Oh, and somebody virtual actually goods. mentions it in the comments. Is now this is simply hilarious. I never thought there would come a day where you could actually commit a crime through a computer game. Next, people will be getting charged for physical assault in a virtual world. Exactly, but it's like what's even better is that he spells what, hilarious that's what with they're an doing. E. That's what they're doing in the Dutch courts. Uh, the virtual goods are goods. Um, I'm sorry, goods are tangible. A video game is not. A virtual world is not. Are you serious? And they're charging them 200 hours because they want to keep them off the games. It's like, <laughs> what, what the fuck? Oh, don't don't move to Dutch countries. That's it. Dutch Do not countries. go to Pennsylvania at all. That's I, I, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pennsylvania, <laughs> Wisconsin. I just oh, maybe Wisconsin, maybe we're just. I can't believe you said that. Wisconsin, all crap. All crap. All crap. All crap. I want to move you in a mansion up there in Wisconsin. Oh, you okay. motherfucker! I, I have no idea what what what, what is that. Uh, That's what? um, I don't know what that is. Well, what is that? It's a big uh, uh T Pain. Oh, it Ooh. is that song. Yeah, yeah by T Pain. Yeah, T-Pain. And they call him T-Pain because Tony's going to find him one day and fucking and cause him pain. pain. Oh, I swear to God. I fucking find that oh, guy. I can tell you where you can find him, too. BT Awards. He's hosting oh. that shit. Oh. He's hosting Jesus a freaking Wisconsin. Okay, Wisconsin. when is it? Oh, and crap. where? How can I get in? Oh, crap. I don't know, and I don't care. All I know okay, is that. Okay, let's start with the online divorcee. Forward. Yes. Okay. What the fuck? Okay, so I can kind of understand that a little bit more only because it's I, it's some form of identity theft and, you know, it's basically, you know, using someone else's information without permission. Well, let's start at the basis. But still. This is a 43-year-old, okay, a 43-year-old playing a video game, okay? Um, she is disjointed from life because her online husband, whom she may or may not have met, they did not say if she no, met wait. this person personally. No, I think that they are actually married. They were actually married. She's or it says no. her online. No, husband. they were divorced in the game. Yeah, in the game. No, no. She may oh, or stop. may not have met this person on the game. Forty three years old, okay, decided that you know, she w- was having so much of a good time that when her husband online decided to divorce her and move on. Okay, because who knows what the fuck happened in that game. Oh, you're a bitch. Oh, you motherfucker. You've been fucking my online friend. Oh, you <laughs> mother- oh, that's it. I got to get divorced. You know, whatever happened, she decided to take this personally. She had some fucking software where she was able to capture all his shit. No, no, steal- no, no. It said it said she got it from him. Yeah, he gave it to when, her when, when the they ca- were married. When the characters were married, he gave it to her. Oh, oh, well, the there, there you her. go. Well, uh, you know. It's his fucking fault. There, exactly. So here it is. He takes it. Well, listen, if he gives you information and everything else and you use it, 
uh, against him and stuff. It's it's a crime. That's it. No matter whose fault it is, it's a fucking crime. She committed right. a crime. Okay, that's what we get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, it's just like she I did... left my door unlocked and I got robbed. It's exactly. my fault. Yeah, but exactly. It's a crime. But that's what but, I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not her. Yeah, you know. but if you left your door locked, you the person who went in your house still committed a crime. That's and what this, I just said. This is the nitty gritty. That's she what I just said. Committed a crime. You did. You did. Yes. Oh, yes. I didn't listen to you because you didn't no, listen no, you to didn't. me, bitch. I was listening to you. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, she committed a crime. That's that you know that comes down to it, but like five years in jail uh, for a video game, uh, just for killing his online. No, uh, I, I well, you know I, I would have to assume that she's not um being charged for the murder of the character. She's probably no, being charged no, for... no. She's charged for the you know the, oh, hacking. the invasion. Yeah, the hacking and invasion of uh, of computer information and stuff like that. All of that she's being charged with, but. Five years. Five years. Wow, in, that, that's in our what they country, charge, Yeah, Japan. in our country, that's a misdemeanor. You know, and, uh, and I don't country, know what the hell's going on over man. there. Now let's go on to the second story. That's nothing. It's just nothing. I mean, it's... Ugh. The slunk is here. That's... But the that's slunk not is here, here. here. Include the slunk? Yeah, an hour late. <laughs> that's something for... <laughs> that's something for freaking... The, the gaming's... The, the game government. Mm-hmm. Not, when I say government, I mean like the the game's customer service terms of use and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Some for them. I mean, to, to like worry about. you know, they have they have their own rules, but you you know, as far as talking in our rules, they have their rules, and we have U.S. government rules and stuff like that. They may charge you know civilly, and will charge legally, and unfortunately, Slunks is a bastard because he showed up late. <laughs> But like so, so me like so you're saying basically because Dutch law dictates that it's a good, it's 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 what it is. And yeah, fine, that's fine. It's just kind of dumb to me. Let's see what Slunks has to say. He's writing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Perfect. Let's call him. Um. He was getting some Warhammer online while he had the chance. Uh huh. Nice. Ignore us to get a game. Oh, what a bastard! I think that we should go on to our topic. <laughs> yes. Let's move on. Let's close that. What is our t- Oh, yeah. The, oh, I'm the one who came up with the topic. I forgot what it was. <laughs> I just want uh, to say something. Um, uh-huh, this uh-huh, game... Uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh, this game, RuneScape, uh-huh. looks so fucking primeval. It's it's a it's a free, like, free, very low-resource-intensive game because they, they wanted to make it accessible to everyone, and so it looks like shit. And <laughs> Graphically. they were... Oh, my God. You know, it, 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 wow. I, this world is going to hell. That's it. <laughs> Plain and simple, sorry. to our topic, uh, which is basically with, with the release of Fallout 3, uh, Fable 2, with the whole idea about Star Wars Old Republic coming out, and it being based on KOTOR and Bioware and all their shit about, you can be whoever you want to be, you can be good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when given that choice? Like, Grand Theft Auto, I'm not sure 
could qualify necessarily because like there's no path to choose about like you're you're, you're bad already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think like I mean I think there, there 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 is a little bit of freedom in there where like you can you can just kind of cap anybody on the street if you felt like it. Mm-hmm. Like and then you like get arrested hit. and you get yeah. quote unquote killed and yeah. then you revive at a yeah. ambulance uh, hospital. Yeah, like <laughs> like in Hitman, um, like the first stage, um, like there there are people that you have to kill, but then there are people who are just lying around there, like who are part of the level, you know, NPCs who are just running around, and like I mean you could you could cap them too if you felt like it, um, mm-hmm. but that's not exactly the same type of freedom. I'm talking about something like Oblivion where you could rob somebody or could be a complete dick to them if you felt like doing it or whatever. Or like um, Mexico Republic where... Yeah. Well, and, and I get, yeah, you could choose yeah. between two or, or more. Well, There's two, right? Two general paths, yeah. but you can choose to do many different things that lead you down those paths. Yeah, you can be middle of the road and not be full-fledged in either. And, I mean, it won't really give you any benefits, but you can. Right. So what... Let's see. What do you do? One, either of you two. What, what do? You, what would you do when presented with that option of I'm going to go down the good path, or I'm going to like be an upright, standing, uh, upstanding citizen, or whatever? Even Deus Ex could probably can't. Like, what do you do in, I could in tell games you, like that, and why? I could tell you what I did in real life. No. What I could in a game? No, no, no. I could. Um, see, yesterday I was at GameStop and I was debating to get, you know, Fable Two. And they talked about all the different paths you could take. And I was like, oh, this sounds good, but I have no time. So I bought okay, Call the, of Duty 4. Okay, the question is, what would you do in a game like that? In a game like that, uh, I would do anything possible to be good Okay. the first try. And, and why, is, why would you start off with that? Um, because that's, you know, that's my nature. I want to, you know, I want to help people and stuff like that. Um, afterwards, if it like had a crappy ending, then I would go bad. Mm-hmm. But only if you get a crappy ending. Oh yeah. No, it, it, crappy ending. You got to go somewhere else. So, so basically if you were good and you got a good ending, you wouldn't replay it the bad way. Oh no. I, I would replay it a different way. Not necessarily maybe half and half, but like okay. I would try to get as many endings as I had. So. So your motivation, okay, so for, uh, it sounds like the motivation for these games is, is the endings, but let's, let's kind of not talk about that. Okay. I, I want to get a feel for why you choose a path, what's your motivation besides just the game ending? It's about the experience. My why would you choose a path to be good? Yeah. And you said, like, you choose good because it's in your nature to help people. Mm-hmm. What, what, a, is there anything that, like, would prevent you from ever trying, like, the asshole path? Or would you be willing to dip into that? Forgetting about the endings for a second. Well, you know, you you want to talk in real life or like in video game life. I mean, that's uh, the difference. Well, we're talking about playing video a video games. game yeah, being an difference. asshole in the video game. That's yeah, what I, I never choose the asshole in a video game. Uh, so I'm out of this conversation. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Because I'm asking why. Why would you what, – what would prevent you from choosing that asshole route? Uh, well, you already heard. If I saw the ending, and it wasn't. But what if you didn't, and say you just got a game for the first time, brand new, Fable Two? You know why would you not be the asshole? Oh, why would I not? I mean, you know what my answer is. I always go for the first. You know, uh, good. That's it. So there's nothing interesting for you about like just kind of going in there and wrecking shit up. Well, I won't know until the people react to you. That's, that's it's not point. about the ending. It's that's why these games aren't about the ending. It's about how they react to you during the game. 
That's why I'm trying to stay away from like, oh, I beat the game and I got a good ending. It's not about that. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, if there's something that steers me away during the game, sure. But I've never seen anything like that. So what would st- what would steer you away? Well, if they said, well, listen, you 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 know, um, what you're doing is good, but you have a choice: save this person or save that person. And whatever choice you have, that's what the choice. Is. And you don't know anything about these right. people, okay? Right. And you decide to save the bad person, but you didn't know that was a bad person, okay? That okay. makes it interesting. That right. makes it so, more right. human. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So it sounds like it sounds like if you were to dip into the shoes of an asshole, you wouldn't know that you're doing it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't want to be the asshole, but if I'm the asshole, I want to know why at the end I'm the asshole. You know, I don't. You know, it, just put it this way: I'm not going to be the asshole until I find out, and you know, till I find out I'm the asshole. Right. Okay. I see what you mean. So it's not a conscious choice. So so basically, you just want to be the good guy. Yes. Okay. Now let's switch gears for a second. Let's uh, let's talk about um, Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight Two, those first-person shooters that use the Star Wars thing. They, they they had the whole path of like, oh yeah, you can either choose the the good side of the Force or mm-hmm. you could be a Sith. Mm-hmm. Not not a Sith, but or the dark side. But it's basically like the the power ups that you use mm-hmm. in those games, like. Like, all your force powers, like, heal and all that stuff versus, like, force lightning. Like, mm-hmm. if you use a force lightning, you're more bad. But if you use the, 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 the force heal, you're, you're, you're more of good and whatever. So, like, given that, what kind of path would you take just knowing kind of, like, the background of what well, Star Wars is about? Well, that's more linear. That is more Yeah, it linear. is definitely more linear. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I would mean, you still like, use either that way, you, of, yeah. Either way, you're going to win. I mean, that's, that's more linear. What Fable, it's like you got to choose your path. You got to choose what the hell you're gonna do right, with your right. life and stuff. You could you could actually have a family and a career and yeah. stuff like oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's the whole thing. And seriously, right. and that's that's why I want to switch gears. And I just want to ask, like, what sorry. to try to find what impacts people's decisions because they are two different games, but they mm-hmm. have a similar the similar rhetoric of oh, you can choose if you want to be good or bad. Yeah. So with with the conceit that you're bad if you use the dark side powers, but they're awesome to use, like. Knowing the Star Wars backstory of if you do this, you're a bad person, supposedly, or you will become a bad person. Like, would that preclude you from 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 going no, into something like Jedi not. Knight no, and no, saying, it, "I'm not going to use Force Lightning because this means that I'm <laughs> a, 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 the no, dark side"? No, no, no. When it's linear, um, you want. Let's just put it this way: um, this is a role playing game, okay? And the role not, not, I want Jedi play, Knight. Not not that I'm talking about. Yeah, Fable. But that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, We've gone uh, through Fable. I'm sorry? We've gone through Fable. I'm trying to find out your your opinion on this one. Why would you go bad in this game? Oh, go it's linear. That's it. So that's it. It's so there's nothing there's nothing about the yeah, story. You could that... even either be good or bad. That's it. Right. So it's so I guess if it doesn't have an impact on other virtual people in the game, yeah. such as a role playing game like Fable, you just want to be a badass. Yeah, exactly. I mean, okay. why wouldn't you? Like, Kratos is either good or bad. But, right, like, right, right, right. You know, I mean, like, you play it because it's linear. I mean, he's got a you, – you're telling his story. You're going through his right. story. You know, that's the whole thing. You know, this, you're telling your own story. Right. Because for me, when when I see, like, a game, like, I completely agree with the Jedi Knight thing, but, like, for me, there's still that kind of, like, sense of – 
like, well, I don't want to use the bad powers because I know they're bad. And there's no consequence uh-huh. except for the ending, which I don't care about. But it's still like, it's still like I want to see if I can get by just being the because because the whole idea is I think and, and Al correct me if I'm wrong I haven't gone all the way through the Jedi Knight games. In Ooh, fact, I barely even played Jedi Knight two. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> shit. Well, I was gonna say like I don't know how much more powerful the dark side forces are than the than than the light side, but I'm always just like I'd rather you know heal myself and be good and you know do the right thing, uh-huh. even though there's no consequence. Like there's something about that. Um, it's more intriguing to be bad. I mean, just put it that way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It really is more intriguing to be bad. But the thing is, like, when you're playing a role-playing game that has no boundaries... Right. You got to play it the way you want to play it. And, unfortunately, I want to play it good. There's some people that are like, oh, man, you're fucking bulls. You know, it's like, no, I got to play it the way I want to play it. And Like a pussy. Mm, Well, pussy... (laughs) I'm just kidding. Pussy until I get the good ending, uh, and uh, then I'm not a pussy anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I doubt that like the endings are like you know the ending is going to be shitty if you play the bad guy. Well, like, let's just I don't know how fight. Fable's no, endings I'm not, work. I'm not looking for like a godlike ending or anything else like that. I'm just looking for an ending that says you did everything right. That's it. You know well, what, what if you could do the bad thing? And you and did everything right. Everything. I, that's it, what I'll. That's what I'll I think, have to I think find that's out the whole next point time. Of, I think that's the whole point of Fable is yeah. that it's not about doing things wrong. It's about you can carve your own path. And if you wanted to be an asshole, you're doing what the game is letting you do. You know what's about that game? Uh, it it actually shows you where you're going and stuff like that. So if you're middle of the road, you'll get the middle of the road ending. But I want the extreme. I want either good or I want. Really bad, you know, like a like a fucking you really, really are fucking evil. You know, that whole ending, you know, that, you know, it's like I don't want to like trudge through the game and just like do like different things. I want to be on one path so I could see what's, you know, what that took me to. And then I want to be on the other path when I pass that path. I want to be on the other path and say, oh, my God. You really, you know, fuck this game up. And then, okay, now I'll do the other things. I'll, I'll be, switch it up. I'd actually be more intrigued in doing Middle of the Road because I think that the, there are more interesting stories to tell when you mix up, when you mix up your morals. And you know, you you're up, right because you, 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 probably, end up effect, you end up affecting the people around you in different exactly. ways. Exactly. They'll probably come at you with different things, yeah. And that's the way I, I, I would end up playing it i think no i think that's the, the way i would want to play it like mm-hmm. in in terms of like wow when i get this i think i'm gonna try this but ultimately when it comes down to it my my tendency is to always just go back towards good it's just in me to to not it's just not in me to like you know say purposefully do something shitty unlike see, in hitman where there is no where there are no consequences outside of like oh you killed 17 people in this right, level right. versus 14 you know the thing is, middle of the road is, uh, you know, it means that you'll meet a good person or a bad person, and you can't decide which. You could meet a good person or a bad person down the line, but you could meet it at the first part. So you got to decide, middle road goes and branches off, and you got to decide good all the time. And that's the ending I want, you know? Uh, so I'm going to go good all the time. Yeah, see, I'm not... I'm 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 about the experience. And that's mm-hmm. why I would play Fable. 
the experience for me is not going it from beginning to end, but doing all the shit that you can do um, and affecting the people around you. But we haven't mm -hmm. heard from Al. Wow, finally. I was going to say, does anybody <laughs> want to hear what I want to say? We heard cars. Get off the line. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only game, honestly, that I will intentionally play to be the asshole is a Star Wars game. Okay. okay. That's a Old Republic. Um, if I had access to Jedi Knight, I probably would use all of the dark powers more than the light powers. Um, <clears throat> if I was to play, like when I played, um, this is this was actually kind of different. Um, when I played Star Wars Galaxies, I played a Rebel Alliance character, but that was only because my friends were playing Rebel Alliance, but I wanted to play for Republic. Uh, not the Republic, the Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do decide to play this MMO, that the Old Republic MMO, I will definitely be a Sith. It's just there's something about knowing everything about the Jedi. She's being very bratty. And Sorry. huh? No, 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 I'm talking to my wife. Oh, okay. Uh, um, there's something just about knowing everything about the Jedi and how they work, and not knowing enough really about how the Sith work, and just the intrigue of how everything is balanced in that Jedi world, in that Star Wars world, where really Sith is about excess. And it's about doing everything to the ultimate extreme of, you know, I'm going to hurt somebody, I'm going to do this to the most extreme. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to jump, I'm going to do that to the most extreme. I'm going to flip my hair, I'm going to do that to the most extreme. It's like That's just how Sith work. Whereas Jedi is all about control and balance and peace. So that's Ooh, what that, that's what brings me to that. But in any other game, traditionally, I will want to just serve myself and my own needs. Um, if there's a game that I play and there's a decision that either to save somebody else with, you know, this is like the good path to save somebody else, but I will wind up causing myself some harm or to save myself and let some other person die. Uh, I'm going to save myself. That's in right. in this video game context. I want to preserve myself so that in the right. future, if there's another con uh, another challenge, then I can tackle that. Um, you, so that's mm -hmm. why you like Diablo 2. Diablo 2 doesn't give me that ability. It does. Not not inherently. If you challenge somebody, it sure does. Challenge somebody? Why would I, I, don't, I don't play Diablo 2 to play against other players. Well, that's why. I mean, like, there's people that did, you know, and they're fucking, you know, retarded. And they would, like, take your stuff. Way back when, before they made the changes, you could uh, take every other people's stuff and stuff. You know, um... <clears throat> oh, they basically trick you during an item trade? Yeah, they would join you for a quest, and then turn against you, and there you go. Your ass is handed to you. And they would cheat. Yeah, I yeah, know. That, that's why I never really played with people I didn't know. Uh, in the original Diablo, I only played mm -hmm. with my best friend. In Diablo 2, mm -hmm. I only played with people I knew. Um, Jonas. But this is something completely different. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> this is like a game where your decision will affect the outcome of the rest of the game. So basically, you're at a junction. And that junction is, do you do the right thing? Or do you do the thing that best serves yourself. Because that's usually what the wrong thing is, quote-unquote, like the badass asshole thing. is usually mm -hmm. just what, mm -hmm. serves you, what serves your own personal needs. But there are many times in a game like that that I would do something for the benefit of everybody else. Right. 
So, um, you know, usually, I guess you could say if I was to follow a game like that, a road like that to uh, completion or to fruition, I would be middle of the road because I'm not going to do everything good, quote unquote good, and I'm not going to do everything quote unquote bad. I'm going to do some things that, you know, like I might help some people in my group improve themselves. And then there may be another time where I may actually lose a member of my party because I just don't give a shit about them. <laughs> I, I think in in talking about like the self-preservation thing, you, 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 you helped me realize why it is that I actually mostly go for the good path. And that's because like, you know, like I'm sure most people like we've been trained or, or not, I shouldn't say trained, that makes it sound like, you know, we're brainwashed, but like, <laughs> uh, most so society wants to reward people for being good. Yeah. Because they don't want people to be bad. So it's like, you do a good thing, you do, you, 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 you're, you're gonna get rewarded for it. And so when I'm playing a game, some of it is that, like, I want to be nice to the person, but the other half of it is, I want to get all the good loot that comes out of being good. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of selfish. That's half why I do it. I'm being good. I'm being good. Give me some. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, sorry. So, so, and like, I'm conditioned to think that it's like, hey, look, you're going to get good stuff or you're going to get help from people if you are good and you help them and you'll get help in return. Now, when a game presents itself where you know that you're going to get all the hot shit if you are bad or, you're, or you can have like the backing of a lot of people if you're bad, I would probably be intrigued to go in that direction. You know, I would have to get over the whole, like, I want to be a good guy, pussy <laughs> aspect of it first. But because, like, well, for me at least, because, like, you're so conditioned to being, you know, to, to trying to do good things to get good stuff back in return, it's like the, the, the obvious path is to just be good in the game, you know? And for something like um, Fable or, or, or any other game, the, the, the thing is that, I'm sure that you get, like, like for example, Star Wars, you get awesome Sith powers, mm-hmm. right? But I don't know if I get, like, that kind of artificial backing from people. Like, if I'm good in Fable, people are always giving me the pat on the back and saying, oh, you're a good guy, oh, you helped me out, oh, like, you know, here. Like, in Deus Ex, they're like, oh, you didn't kill anybody in that level, you just de- uh, incapacitated them. Um, here, have some extra ammunition. Okay! You know, right. you, you get help from the people around you. Um, well, so it's I think like, in, like, Nice Old Republic... You do get that kind of reward, and then if you go Sith, you basically take that kind of reward yourself. Mm, you have to okay. go and actually, you know, instead of people giving you shit, you have to take it. Yeah. See, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to forcefully take stuff from people. I want. I want to be the guy who's just like, like if I'm a bad guy, mm-hmm. I got a whole bunch of like you know bandits that they're like, dude, that guy's a badass. Oh man, I want to like I want to learn from him. I want to learn how to rob people from him and then they I get followers. I like it I like that aspect more than like I'm a badass so I'm just going to take what I want. Right. That that may be a mechanic of a different kind yeah. of game. Like yeah, I, I don't I'm, know if I told like, yeah. you about the um the the slave not the slave situation. It was like a slave situation in um Knights of the Old Republic. What? Did I, did I tell you about this? I I went no. in, I went into this town, uh I figured where it was in the beginning of the game. This lady is complaining that she's about to lose a house. And um, you you ask a little bit more about it, and she's like, you know, that this guy um, had gotten my husband to do something, and now he owes him. And if you if no one can help me, then I'm gonna lose my house. I'm gonna be a slave to this guy because of this deal that happened with my husband. And you have an option to help this person by giving them money, or just telling them, look, you deserve whatever you get. 
And I told that lady that she deserved whatever she got because I felt no compassion for her. And I got more sit. You, you, you get more dark side power if you, you know, you go more aligned to the dark side if you do that. And you go more aligned to the light side if you decide to help her. Mm. Um, you know, things like that can also result in, like, if you go to the light side with that one and you help her, I think that the guy who was going to evict her, like, kind of goes after you. But when you go Sith, he doesn't bother you. Because he, like, owns hold the that town. Thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Special public announcement. Unleaded gas is $2.44 to the gallon. Okay, continue. Great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I wish it was like that here. <laughs> <laughs> I just got mine for two eighty nine. dollars That's the cheapest you could find it. And then, like, they, they, they have a lot of real cool shit like that in, in Knights of the Republic, like, in particular. Just because um, they make you think about how you would like something to to end up. Like, there's a situation where some guy gets killed, and you go through this whole murder mystery kind of thing, and you have the ability to convict one of three people. And there's the guy who actually did it, the guy who looks like he did it, and then some other guy who's actually framed that was used as a pawn and is the fall guy. And depending on who you choose, you get light or dark power. Like, if you kind of figure it out, you're like, well, for justice, this is the guy that did it. He needs to be taken into justice or whatever. Uh Um, You get light power. But if you protect the guy who actually did it and got the guy who was framed, like the the fall guy for it, I think Mm -hmm. you don't get anything. Or or you get little Did they tell you who's the fall guy? Hmm? They tell you who's the fall guy? They don't tell you. Um, because oh. it's it's basically as the story unfolds, you kind of get a feeling of who did what because you're doing investigation. It, it's okay. actually something that really happened in the game, so it's not like um, it's not staged. So okay. you go around talking to people, and they tell you their points of view and things like that. You play detective, and oh, at the end, good. you get to choose who actually did the shooting, and based on who you choose, you get light, dark, or um, like nothing. Or something. I don't remember. <laughs> dark or nothing. I know I got dark out of it because I chose the, the wrong person. <laughs> On purpose. Oh. <laughs> well said. Well said. Get off the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you too, Tony. Mailbag. We get one message only from the Supersonic, but it is a good one, and he, he, he gave us an essay, so he doesn't not win something, but I don't know if he wins <laughs> something. So, okay, enough kicking. He's asking, can I kick it in the inside, outside, outside, inside, and eat a dirty... No, don't eat any Mm-mm. dirty socks, all right? Mm-mm. And you're going to get some gout in your leg if you keep kicking, so enough kicking. Um, yeah. <laughs> and gangrene and Herpes. Herpes. <laughs> okay, so he says, before I proceed with my question, I'd like to define the term production values. 
To me, a game has high production values if the manner in which it presents the graphical and audio components, basically the presentation, together creates the illusion of realism or fantasy. Okay, thanks, onwards and onwards to the shit. Any thoughts on this? Well, um, uh, I mean, like, if everybody does their job and the producers and directors don't fuck it up, then you have high production values. So if, uh, so then does, does, um... Does Mega Man Nine have high production values? Then I didn't never because seen it's cre- it's creating I've never seen this. It. Never seen it. it. It looks like Mega Man Two. <laughs> sounds like. Mega oh Man really? 2. Yes, it <laughs> looks plays and sounds like Mega Man Two. Well, is it supposed to be nostalgic? Yes, or... it is. Yeah, okay, so it's that's supposed that's to be what that's why I posed the question there because okay. you know it does create the illusion of fantasy of of that old old nostalgic time, nineteen eighty eight, when you were playing old Mega Man games and you were a kid. Uh huh. Uh huh. But it's old and it's crusty and it's antiquated and it's archaic and, <laughs> and it's obsolete. Duck? But see, you know what it's I think? And so and so the question is does that, you know, does that technically count as high production values? Like I have no real thoughts at the moment either way. I'm I just have a thought. The question. My thoughts. thought is that if it's intentional and it's mm. pointing to something specific, then yes. But you if you just no, can't no, do it and it just came out real shitty and it actually is shitty, <laughs> then it's shitty. But say if you did something you there retried you and it didn't come out the way you wanted it to, and you thought it was shitty, but everybody else thought it was okay, or everybody else thought it was great, then, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, now that's that you what say it that, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, now that you say that, and I think about it, I would say that Mega Man 9 has low production values. Okay. Mm-hmm. And purposefully so. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking about it, and, and I don't link production values to intent. But it wait, has wait, purpose, wait. right? Can I but it, it has a purpose. purpose. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't make, that doesn't make it high production values. No, no, Can no, I... it doesn't, but it has purpose. They had focus right, on but that's what not the, the project... Right, well, but the answer is that, no, it doesn't have high production values. That's question. just the answer. Question. Yeah. Question? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, we are only categorizing production values as low and high, or is it good and bad? I mean, I, what I was thinking was good and bad, but if we're saying low and high, then um, I think if you're intentionally doing something that is nostalgic, it is low because right. it's pointing okay. to something that was low. Yeah, that yeah. is low There's compared no to today's originality. Standards. Yeah, uh, I mean, just be, uh, on the on the term values in itself, in terms and and like the way I see it being used is 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 almost entirely in in like. Not necessarily how much money you spend, but mm-hmm. kind of, in a sense that like did was the time spent to 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 make this look? And I hate to use this cliche, but was the time spent to make this look polished? Does it look good? Does it does it have high quality voice acting? You know, Resident Evil games for going forward could have intentionally bad voice acting. Very bad. Yeah, and those would be low production values because they didn't spend the time or the money or the effort to make it sound realistic or authentic, at least. And I think that's mm-hmm. what he's getting at here. But mm-hmm. it's still, you know, it's still awesome because we 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 want it to be bad. You know, kind of like Mega Man Nine is that they didn't spend intentionally, like going way back to literally them creating a development team for this. It was a small team. They intentionally spent a low budget on this. Uh, wow, who got whipped? Oh. Are you hiding something nice. from us? Okay. Nice. We are definitely going to that wedding. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but yeah, it's like um, like the it started off small and it ended small, and the whole idea was to create a cheap game 
Uh-huh. Um, and when I say che- I'm, I shouldn't use cheap, I because that demeans it. But an inexpensive game. Um, but the the production values that were used behind it were low. It's eight bit assets. It's eight bit yeah. music. It's yep. you know, it's it's linear design. They even oh, took they out the made slide the, of the Mega Busters. Did they made the music eight bit. Yeah, it's completely classic. It's oh completely my god! Cl- it's Why? and it's awesome for it. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's the and whole. You know, it's I the have to point. play this game. I really have to play this. That's game. That's what we were saying. And... You got to play it. Sorry. Um, if you don't, no, 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 no. Go ahead. We were saying you have to play it, and if you don't mind being spoiled, um, on like no, what no, the, what do the it. levels look like. Yeah, do it. I, do I it. have a video on 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 my blog that you can you can look at, look at me going through the levels and dying. <laughs> so. <laughs> But it's like it's yeah it's 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 that type of thing where yeah it's com- it's intentionally low production and to answer your question of quali- uh, uh, like high high low versus good bad I guess then I, at the same time I don't necessarily equate overall quality to production values if that makes any sense I know that sounds kind of weird but like like a game can still be of great quality like Mega Man Nine is great quality because you know it, it it achieves what it sets out to do and it's a good game. You know, well, it's it's I... kind of a similar similar um, it's kind of a similar thought uh, mindset mm-hmm. when people I... say are Mega Man yeah I'm almost done when when they say Mega Man's graphics are not good mm-hmm. by definition like they're not good because they're old and they're old and but they work and yeah. as such they're good you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's like two different kinds of goods I'm going to stop because I can't speak English go ahead Tony. <laughs> Well, I was going to chime in and say, uh, you know, production values. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when I think about production, I think about people trying to get popularity of the game before the game is sold. Okay? And, uh, you know, they try to get people oh. to cooperate with them and, oh. you know, buy before they, you know, before they sell. Okay. So, if I get down to that, let's go down to Forsaken. Hmm? The future is Forsaken. The future is Forsaken. Oh, the game no, Forsaken. I that game. Okay, for N64, they put on a huge publicity program for that. Uh, and you know, if the uh, producers put on that big thing and the game sucked so much because everybody knew that it was a descent ripoff. So, oh, that's I mean, what the game was. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was a descent ripoff. Yeah. And here you go. That. You're producing this, and you want to sell as much as you can before you go broke. Yeah. That's what I, you know, that's what I look at as production values. You want to th- look at a producer who gives you a quality, uh, you know, a quality product, and gives the product up front. I Not think something. That's... Yeah. Sorry. No, 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 no. Keep going. Uh... I keep going. I thought you were done. No, no. no. Uh, it gives you the, the product up front instead of selling the product before you play the product. I think we're talking about two different things here, though. And I, actually, that's pretty much what you said. But I, I think that I, I don't. <laughs> when, when we're talking about when we're talking about production values in, in this type of thing, I think the what what's being referred to is literally like how does it end up looking? Not, it, it doesn't really. At least well, not no, the way no. I'm seeing. At least okay, not the way it's been right. used. Is it's we're not looking at the pro- the person who is the producer. That's not what it is. It the, that is like marketing and selling and stuff. But this is talking well, about literally I, how I is it how was. is it built? How much yeah. effort and time and money right money I guess is is spent on making the product you know actually good and uh, the stuff you're talking about is very relevant. But it, that that's more marketing and and PR as opposed to being this this term that we're defining as production values. Okay, I'm sorry. 
Um, no, 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 it's okay. It's 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 confusing because producers produce, but they also yeah. <laughs> pimp. They pimp and they hype and they get you know. Yeah. But I mean, they are responsible for all that well, type when of you, shit. You know. Well, uh, let's reiterate this question. Um, what does it come down to? the teamwork of the game and how does it uh, present itself? Is it good or not? Right, 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 right. I, I again, and again, I'm going to, when I, when they, when I, when we're talking about values, I'm going to say in terms of the amount of, and maybe that's, maybe that's not even accurate because then that, that would insinuate that I'm saying that the Mega Man 9 team did not put forth any effort or time. And that's not true. So mm-hmm. I got to find a different way to kind of express what I'm saying. They probably I think, did. I mean, like, uh, I'm sure they the did. music uh, 8-bit as well? It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. you, you, I thought <laughs> you. I thought you totally said, "Oh retro. wow!" Already, like five minutes ago, you said, "Oh wow!" You're like, "Now I have to play this game," and you forgot yeah, your answer. I, no, no, no. I just wanted to know. I want to know everything about this game. I haven't played it. <laughs> but the, yeah, I mean, so so it's like it's all eight bit, and it's intentionally eight bit. And yeah, they made they they put forth the effort to make it nostalgic. Huh. So I guess I guess it's nebulous. I'm just gonna shut up now because I don't know how to define this term. And Supersonic's right. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. He's right. Yeah. That's that's why I'm saying we're moving on. Um, that's why I said you want to read it. Read the Kingdom Hearts question. Yes, I can. Good question. Good question. Okay, who here? Who here has played Kingdom Hearts two? Tony has. Oh my God! You guys Nor suck. Nor I. Oh. Have you played Mega Man Nine? No, you suck. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, Al. <laughs> That's very good. Disney Love agenda. Mm-hmm. Why? My original reason was that oh, it's Disney is whatever. But then, like as yeah. as I as I read about it, it's kind of like. The gameplay doesn't really seem that interesting to me, but that's just that's just based on what I read. So I'm not going to judge it because I haven't tried it myself. So right, whatever. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. Right. And and that's I think that's what he's asking is like, so you and you, so you you're, you are answering him. His question was how does it affect a reviewer's objectivity, and your your answer is that it it uh it shouldn't it shouldn't sway it shouldn't have that. Well, I don't know. You get, I I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mhm. 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 Oh my God! Breath of Fire Two is awesome. Sorry. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Oh God! You're a winner. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mm. But played awesome. Right. Yeah, Alex Alex gave it a one. I don't think they have zeros. <laughs> but it still plays like it still plays like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh-huh. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like 1992 pop up. <laughs> it sure <laughs> was. It sure was. Actually, was it? No, it was. No, you're right. 97. Yeah, 97. 97. 97. Sorry. 
<laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Right, right. Um, hmm. So, to tackle A, um, I, I've given this answer so many times, and I feel like I'm repeating myself, so I'm, I apologize if anyone's tired of this answer, but it, it's about the, the, the product as a whole. Um, sometimes production values, it, it's, it's not that the production values should or should not affect our objectivity. It's how it me- meshes together with everything else about the game, and that's what you're supposed to review. You're supposed to review how, the, how everything comes together. Um, like, I personally am not a story guy. You know, I've said this over and over again. If you give me a really, really shitty story, I don't care. I'll play the game. If you give me a great story but unbearable gameplay, I don't care how great the story is. It's a bad game to me. But, you know, when you're reviewing, you have to take into account the audience of the game. You know, are you going to, you know, dock dock the game for having a great story but shitty gameplay if most of the people who are going to play the game are looking for story? You know? So you have to take it into... And that's also part of production values. The story is well written and stuff like that. Dialogue, dialogue, whatever. Character development. But so... So yeah, it's it's about the experience as a whole, and are production values an important part of that experience? Um, would, uh, let's say, Dead Space be the same without its polish and, and it, because it's you know a survival not survival horror but it's a horror game, you know, and and half of the intent is to get you scared while you're playing it, which will affect how you play the game. So, would it be the same without its production values? You know, and you have to you have to rate it on that, and and that also answers B in that yes, if if they're high enough, they will affect maybe not the game mechanics, but how you progress through the game. If Resident Evil for GameCube still looked like the Resident Evil on PlayStation One, it wouldn't be nearly the game that it was. It'd be a completely different game because you wouldn't be as scared, you wouldn't be as in suspense, you wouldn't be as as reluctant to do some of the things that you might be doing in the original PlayStation game because it's all bright and cheery and the zombies look like B movie monsters, ah! you know, so. It, it can affect what how you play through the game, just maybe not the actual core gameplay. All unless you're talking about um, frame rate, you get a game that's locked at 30 frames a second, which is acceptable, or you game that's locked, you get a game that's locked at 60, which is more desirable and more fluid. How does the game feel? You know, the the feel is a very important part of something like a shooter. So if you get a smoother frame rate, which which signifies, which symbolizes that the that the people are working harder to get it, get that part of the Production values at a high level, then yeah, the the audio in Bioshock, uh, audio is a big part of the experience in Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Um, not just in like you know the tape recordings, but you know in knowing what's coming for you, where it's coming from, what you should anticipate. That's and the music, and the what, and the music, uh, and the music as well. But even without the music, I think that like the the important parts. I, what, what I'm saying is how it affects the actual mechanics is, you know, audio, high production value and audio, like, can do things such as telling you where enemies are coming from, mm-hmm. telling you what oh, kind okay. of enemies coming at you, how fast they're coming at you, etc., etc. So, in a sense, yeah, but that also meshes with what Al said. If it's more that if it's too low, then you don't get, you, you can affect gameplay negatively. But I still think that at the other end, there's still possibility there too. Tony, your answer. Well, uh, I'm looking at this answer. Kingdom Hearts 2 is an exceptional example of a game that was, if one is to judge it, solely on its gameplay, poorly designed. Well, it it was poorly designed, but I'm not thinking... I'm I'm thinking he's not thinking what you're thinking. As 
far as production, uh, you know, I, I always think of, like, the producers when I think of production. Right, but we're okay? not thinking about that. That's why he clarified. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, I totally understand that. But, like, I'm thinking what did they want to do as far as, like, teaching you. And this was poorly designed because the first three hours was training. And it was horrible. It's, if, you could, if you could last three hours, then you're the man. Okay, because the rest of the game was awesome. Right, so, the rest so of the, the game was fucking so to, awesome. So to answer his question, mm-hmm. how, to what extent should will a production the, the production values and and to be clear here, we're talking specifically about like the effort and time and money and all that spent on making polished graphics, music, sound, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Not the peop, not the producers, not that whole process. Mm-hmm. Okay, as a reviewer, should they affect your objectivity? Should you allow yourself to get swept up in it? Like, do you well, consider it separate? Uh, that, that's what his question is. Well, you have to take that into example because you have to know what, uh, you know, where it came from. Okay. And I think they had a big fucking part in this whole thing because otherwise they would have shortened this game. We knew about Kingdom Hearts 1, and we knew what to do. But this one just went on and on and on. And it doesn't seem like it was the, you know, the, the creators and the graphic designers and everything that they – you know they planned this it, it it seemed it seemed like it was interfered with okay and that's why i think it was poorly designed but like if we get down to it the graphics were clear the the movements on the handles and, and yeah you love that word um <laughs> yeah the, the you know everything that you wanted to translate their moves to you know to you know translate on screen yeah yeah everything was perfect Okay, so, everything that, you know, happened afterwards, after the three hours or so, you know, everything that happened made sense. It was so beautiful. This game was awesome. Those first three hours were interfered with. So is your estimation that it depends on the game or is it that like in, in general, if you have good production values, that should affect? Well, <clears throat> good production values, they had. They had it. They had it. Somebody interfered. Okay, but the, okay. The question is, will should it affect, in general, games and how they're reviewed? Well, hmm. Well, okay. Because I could say, yeah, they they should, but at the same time, I'm like, if there's somebody else at fault at this, I would like to know. Uh, in general, yes. Well, it matters to me. I'm sorry. Well, but <laughs> this, that's not what the review. That's not what the. Re- that's not the reviewer's no, role. No, it's not no, the reviewer's no. role. As a reviewer, no. Um, yeah, it, it does. Sorry. Okay. And then the second question: When a game's production values are, are high enough, do they affect the gameplay? I think you pretty much answered that. I would. It yeah. sounds like yes, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think at an extreme, it it gets to that level where it will. Um, though I still think it's very hard to actually pin it down mechanically, like saying that. The, because the graphics look so polished and so pristine and so professional, like a movie, that your button press is going to be all that much better. Mm-hmm. At that core level, maybe not. So, um, but but here's here's the highlight of the day. He has his short two paragraph essay on virtual <laughs> highlight. Now, Tony, you missed this last week, but Gideon sent us an email with a, a YouTube link to um, to the One Up Show. The One Up Show is like a vi- kind of a, a video podcast, but not really. Um, okay. That you know they discuss games and stuff, and they you know sometimes they have a stupid skit in here and here and there, but they they, they discuss games that are out. 
When they don't have the real episodes out, sometimes they do a spin-off episode called Broken Pixels where they sit on the couch and play a really shitty game and make fun of it. That's great. Gideon sent us that. a link to the Broken Pixels of Virtual Highlight <laughs> for Saturn. Oh, and my God. <laughs> after we get off the podcast, I will link you to the video so you can watch it. Oh, thank you, thank it you. It is terrible. <laughs> but here is his essay. Uh-huh. My opinion on that weird shit game Virtual Highlight. The first few frames of the title screen are titillating in that sexy pixel way. But that random real lady totally blew away my pixie dust. All that mocap shit was cool in Mortal Kombat 3 because it was campy and funny and Ed Booney, but here it's just (laughs) half-acidy. He's making up words. (laughs) I think they should have spent more time fleshing out the art direction because they looked like they just wanted a cheap, shallow, stupid way to show off the system's technical capabilities. Which I want to know what mocap is. (laughs) Motion capture. Motion oh, oh! I thought he was making ac- up a word. No, 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 no. Like just an abbreviation. <laughs> when you get down with the actual game, there's not much to do but watch in horror as your character marches forward into into the depths of bad depth perception. Oh God! It looks uh-huh. as if every NES game and every Atari game huddled up together to have a giant uncomfortable orgy buffet, <laughs> and this is the mutated oven toasted baby that ensued. All this inconsistency doesn't pertain only to the pixels, but to their movement too. The mocap guy slinks around like 40 frames per second, actually a lot less. But everything else is half of that times 2 divided by 4. Final summation, dick. Very dick in a dick way. <laughs> All right, so dickity. Um, so does he does he win something or because he's the only one who wrote in, does that kind of make it invalid and we have to wait till other people write in? He wins us beating him. He <laughs> wins us beating him. Okay. Well, I will say uh the swag from yesterday's Capcom event. We have a shopping bag with the the letters S F C spray painted onto it to signify Street Fighter Club, um, with my name tag on it. Uh, yeah. What's what's in here? We have uh, a a Guile getting electrocuted by Blanca shirt. It's it's a picture of Guile and his like Guile's silhouette, his skeleton, and like the the burst of electricity around him. Well, you could draw Dan, right? Nah. We have a Capcom... <laughs> I don't know what this is. It looks like a Capcom headband. We have... Give him that! We have... Yes. Yes. We have Street Fighter Bitch. Energy Dragon Punch Energy Drink. Oh, come on. Come on! With a, pic- with a picture of Ken on it. Um, uh-huh. And it's, it's in English, so apparently uh-huh. they have that here. Maybe it's just promotional. Yeah, is Guarana have... spelled in Japanese? Is what? Guarana. Uh, no. Uh, okay. We have Street Fighter soap that is pink. Because <laughs> you stink. You stink fighting style. We have a, a, a little card with a web address on it. Okay. Um, uh-huh. We have a guy, the, the same picture of Guy getting electrocuted on a t-shirt as a dog tag. Nice. We have a poster for the event. A very small poster. We have another card with a web address on it. No, it's got AT&T on it. It's an advertisement. I don't know what that is. Nice. We have, a, we have yet nice. another card. I don't get this. Okay, Resident Evil Genesis, the movie. Okay, which... Okay. No, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's the, it, it came out of Japan. It's an anime movie. And we have an art book or a comic uh-huh. Okay, so that's our swag from yesterday. Um, you might, you might, I'm not saying you will because 
Right now, Supersonic is the only one to write in, and if you wait too long, you won't get any of this shit, and he'll get it. Um, but if you write in, and your essay is better than his, and when I say better, I have no method of judging it at all, so you could have a really, really well-written essay, and I'll say that it sucks just because. So just be ready for that. Um, what yeah, a bastard. Write, write in your virtual highlight essays, over 200 words, if you want, under seven or 800 so that we're not sitting here reading it all day. And um, if you're, if if you manage to be as awesome as Supersonic, you may get something. Uh, you might not. He might not get anything. Your chances of getting something are only increased from zero to one if you, or zero to something less than one, because one equals a hundred percent chance. If you actually write in. So if you want to actually not be an asshole, write in, and you may win some swag. Gideon, you're not included because you already have a bag of swag. So don't try it. Um, and there's also still, I think, one more Try Games t-shirt left. There's there's still a whole bunch of shit from Digital Life. Uh, you're not getting my Newegg egg because it's mine and I like it. Um, but you can get the Newegg parka. <laughs> uh, the box of Windows Vista playing cards. Um, and, oh, I threw away my lollipop, my, my Pac-Man lollipop, so you can't get that. But that's about, And my sister, but, but I'm a, not giving that. <laughs> That's about a year old, so I don't think you'd want to eat that anyways. So, yeah, you can win any of this wonderful swag that is worthless but is awesome because you want it and you want to write in. So write in or else uh, you're inferior to life. And I'm not going to drink this energy drink because I don't believe in them. But uh, it certainly looks cool. All right, so let's wrap this up. Um, someone's a musician here. Actually, all of us are, but one of only one of us tapes themselves in pornographic ways on Blogspot. You sure? Well, what do you do? What do you do when you're not working and when you're actually playing music and not sleeping? <laughs> XLM2K.blogspot.com Yay! Yay! Try games on it. It should be... Is it Yahoo.com? Really? Inappropriate, but okay. Yeah. Okay. You can also uh see somebody with uh with fishy groin. Drfishypants.com. Doctor spelled out. He's uh going to save your life, so he's studying for medicine, so he's not blogging very often, but go visit him and say, say hi, blow him kisses, and say Trigam sent you because um he owes us royalty checks. Um <laughs> Yeah. And then there's also Tony. You can find him in New York. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. He will also save your life if you are convicted of a crime that you didn't commit. Damn real. You want a disposition? You got it. <laughs> um, and then that's uh, you can find uh, Game Slaves Radio um, nowhere anymore because, sadly, I don't think the site's up. But let me check. But you can find their proprietor on Facebook. His name is Pete Bellucci, and he talks about games. Uh, PD. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yay! No! Oh no, not good. By the way, for anybody who wants to not be a dick and, and actually wants to write in and win maybe a swag or two if I decide to give you anything, which is not a guarantee, 
Um, there is no expiration date on the Street Fighter energy drink. There's a very good chance that um, this is probably going to be very disgusting and not and too, very legal. Yeah, and not too. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> at E three oh four in like two thousand seven, and, and it that's tasted how you great. turn up the weight. Yeah, but and that's, that's how you... why you get him married. Exactly, that's how you're all <laughs> fucked up now. So. Oh, of course, just but associate one random event in my life and say, "Well, that's yes. why you did that." Well, well that's why you, you got go. long dreads. Everything happens Coke for a reason. Is why you got your long Coke. dreads. <laughs> you got long dreads because you were on that game show. Hey, don't talk about that game show. I didn't even have I was... dreads when I was on the game show. And that's why you got them now. Because you got it. I'm still looking for that game okay. show, actually. With the, okay. th- th- that means that you got it. Okay, I think we're done. Um, for Al. Uh, like CJ and San Andreas. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Tony. I don't know what the fuck he said. And for Slunks, who was on IM for like about five minutes. <laughs> I have been Austin, your host and drinker of this energy drink. I mean, wait, I will save it for the winner of Nothing. Right in. Oh, oh terrible. Oh. Awful.